much better when you're And why you waiting? Do it so much better when you're And why you praying? Do it so much better when you're Look in the mirror. Do it so much better when you're Always remember. Do it so much better when you're Well, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Oh yeah. All that, all that, all that they was doing. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Oh yes, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. You are now tuned in to Waking Up with the Prophet, where we wake up each and every weekday morning with fresh inspiration, motivation, and what we call a little bit of music to start our day. Not sure where you're listening from. If you're on your way to work, coming home from work, already at work, someone working out, maybe you called off work today. We still making sure that you're starting your day off the right way, meeting with the right people, right conversation, right inspiration, right mindset, right attitude, all that good, right stuff. Because you know, I just believe by faith that when you start your day off the right way with a little get, with a little God, with a little Jesus, with a little gospel, things tend to go a little bit better. Not saying you're gonna have no ups and downs, no bumps and bruises, no aggravation irritations, frustrations, because you're definitely going to have some of those. But I believe by faith that as you start your day out with the right mindset, right atmosphere, right attitude, things tend to go a little bit better. With that being said, let's kick it into a quick prayer. Father God, we thank you for waking us up this morning. God, we thank you for giving us strength. God, we thank you for your wisdom, your mercy, your love, your courage. God, we thank you that all things are working together for our good. And God, that even as we slept and slumber last night and came closest to death, God, that you did not allow death to overtake us, but God, you covered us. You sheltered, you sheltered us, God. You shielded us, oh God. And we thank you for that. We thank you, oh God, for everything that you're doing. God, we give you total glory, honor, and praise. And we thank you, oh God, just for being merciful, God, for being gentle. God, before we ask you for anything, we want to take this moment to posture our heart, posture our mind, posture our spirit. Oh God, to thank you for all that you are, to give you glory for who you are, God, and to just reverence you, God, because you are truly worthy of that. So Father, even in this moment, God, as we go throughout the day, 
God, we attempt to glorify you. God, we attempt to honor you, God. God, we repent of every sin, transgression, and iniquity. Anything, oh God, that may cause us to, to be separated from your love and your presence, your kindness, your strength, oh God, your love, God. We ask that you'll remove it right away from us right now, God. Remove all forms of doubt. Remove all forms of fear, anxiety, God. Remove all forms of negative thinking or negative thoughts, oh God. Father, replace it, oh God, with love, peace, and positivity, God. Replace it, oh God, with joy, oh God, equality, oh God. Replace it with justice, oh God. And we thank you, Father, that even as we pray right now, we believe by faith that it's working together for our good. We believe by faith that things are turning for our good. We thank you, oh God, just for your mercy and your peace. And devil, because we know you're listening, we expose you right now in the name of Jesus. And God, we ask that you'll continue to expose every person, every plot, every plan, and every possession that the enemy will try to use against us. Father, fortify our mind, fortify our hearts and our spirit, oh God. Make us strong, oh God, within your word and within your will, God, in the name of Jesus. And we thank you because as we pray right now, God, we know that it's happening. We thank you right now, oh God, for covering us. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Good job, good job. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Go ahead. Y'all know how I am. Oh, y'all know how I am. Good morning. Good job. I ain't trying to pray all day, no. I ain't going to be long this morning. I ain't going to be long this morning. I ain't going to be long this morning. Mm-mm, mm-mm. All right. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Listen, we're going to have a fun show today. We're going to have an interesting show today because we're going to be talking about blacks and Trump. We're going to be talking about this news because I just think a lot of things is going on in the world. It's a little crazy. And y'all know how I am as a prophet. I just see some things. It's 8.30 a.m. Okay, Google. It's time Thank to stand you. up stretch and make you some breakfast yeah i figured you was gonna cut me off in the middle of my song but anyway <laughs> but yeah we're gonna get to all the great news hot topics and all that other stuff y'all know i like to play as much music as possible before eight o'clock hit because once eight o'clock hit and everybody start coming in here guess what we'll never hear music again so i like to hear my music and then uh you know then 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 worship and all that other good stuff so let's go ahead and kick it to another song really quickly and then let's come right right back so you know what i'm saying get to the scripture of the day all right Let's go, let's go, let's go. Come on, everybody, get your feet happy. Let's go, come on. Where's my Islanders? Can some of y'all run down here to the front real quick? I gotta know who's in the field. Where's my Islanders? I need y'all to run down here. Come on, let me see ya. I believe. I believe. I believe. 
Good morning, good morning, welcome back. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Oh yeah, welcome back. That's my song right there, so long, bye-bye. That's why I be telling my haters, so long, bye-bye. So long, bye-bye. Goodbye to my pain and my sorrow. So long, bye-bye. I wish I could sing for real, but it's okay. I can sing under the anointing. It's okay. Wait till the anointing get here, then, you know what I'm saying? I can sing a little bit, just a little bit. <laughs> but good morning, everybody, and welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to Waking Up with the Prophet, where we wake up each and every weekday morning with fresh inspiration, motivation, and a little bit of music to start our day. Not sure what you, where you're listening from. If you're on your way to work, coming home from work, already at work, somewhere working out, maybe you called off work today, whatever the case may be. We still want to make sure that you're starting your day off the right way, meaning with the right people, right conversation, right inspiration, right mindset, right attitude, all that good, right stuff, because I believe by faith that when you start your day off the right way, with a little God, with a little gospel, with a little Jesus, with a little Holy Ghost, things tend to go a little bit better. Not saying you're going to have no ups and downs, no bumps and bruises, no aggravations, irritations, and frustrations, because you definitely might have some of those. But I just believe by faith, honestly, that when you trust God and allow God to go before your day, guess what? Things might happen, but guess what? You're going to continue to, you know what I'm saying? You're going to continue walking grace. You're going to continue walking love, peace, and health, and stuff, all that other good stuff. I just believe that my faith i really really do you know what i'm saying with that being said y'all know what time it is it's time for us to get to the scripture of the day the time now is 8 39 and it's almost the top of the hour and y'all know around about nine o'clock when everybody start popping in here we start checking in and then we'll never hear music again because you know what i'm saying people start talking so i'm trying to get to my songs but i got to get to the protocol of the scripture of the day because y'all know we got to get our word in i challenge everybody to get your word in you know what i'm saying make sure you read the scripture of the day study and meditate on it even if it's not something for you to meditate all day on, at least just read it so you can at least, you know what I'm saying, build your repetition in the word of God. Oftentimes, we think we know these stories so long because we've heard them most of our life. But sometimes you got to refresh your mind. Sometimes you got to refresh your, refresh yourself on what the word actually says, what it actually means. You know what I'm saying? I see so many people, you know what I'm saying, divided and splitting up and arguing over the word of God when it's like, truth is, when's the last time you read that scripture? You know what I'm saying? And I get 
get because we love saying stuff that sound catchy, sound good, it sounds smart. But truth is, are you saying it out of the right heart posture? You know what I'm saying? Go ahead and you know just get just just just, just continue to read the right the word. Like if you just continue to read the word the right way daily, keep it before you. Guess what? It start. It might start working in you. By, by, by the way, you know what I'm saying? I just yeah. That's just me. That's just me. I'm trying to get a scripture in a day because it reminds me of God. You know, with that being said, though, scripture of the day comes from Galatians. Scripture of the day comes from Galatians chapter number three, starting at the 28th verse. Galatians chapter number three, starting at the 28th verse. And I'm just going to read uh, this one verse um, from the New Living Translation brought to you by BibleGateway.com, as always. And it reads, there is no longer Jew or Gentile. Yes, Lord. The Bible declares slave or free, male or female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. Oh, God. Good God from on Zion. I'm going to stop and I'm going to read it one more time for those who are in the back and you slow, but your way worth waiting on. It says there is neither Jew nor Gentile, neither slave or free, nor is there male or female, for you are all one in Jesus Christ. I'm going to stop right there because the scripture self-explanatory. The scripture self-explanatory, it is given to itself. It, it really just tells us because when there's such a divide in our <laughs> when there's such a divide in our country, we oftentimes have to see ourselves through the lens of Christ. Even though there may be black, there may be white, there may be male, and there may be female, even though there may be Democratic and Republican or whatever the case may be, through the lens of Christ, we are all one in the same. And I want us to get to the purpose of us being that, saying that, believing that. I believe it was a prophet Christian who came in here and said, if we all declaring that we're kingdom-minded and we're kingdom people, guess what? We need to act like it. In kingdom, guess what? It's one band, one sound. And despite how different we may be, no matter how different our experiences are, we have to realize that through the lens of Christ, we are all the same. We are all justified, glorified, redeemed, and covered. Can I help you? You know what I'm saying? We have to stop being so, so biased and prejudiced or whatever we call it. You know what I'm saying? Let's love each other through the lens of Christ. Amen. Amen. All right. I'm going to stop right there. I'm going to stop right there because, you know what I'm saying, my time is almost up. And y'all know I love the 8 o'clock hour only because it's just me It's just me talking. You know what I'm saying? And then we just get to have our daily devotion with God. Most of the time, you know what I'm saying, we get up oftentimes. Well, yeah, oftentimes we'll get up and we're always working. We on 10. We got to figure out what kids doing. We got to figure out what family doing, husband and wife doing. You know what I'm saying? We got to figure out what the job want. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes we don't have that moment to sit, meditate, and think about what God is speaking to us, what God is saying to us. And I encourage people, start building that routine. Start building that consistency. Start building that commitment. Because when you invest in yourself, oh, Lord have mercy, I'm thinking about investments again. Because when you invest in yourself, guess what? You're building your future. Oftentimes, people are waiting for their future to manifest. No, continue to invest in yourself. And that's how you build your future. Continue to develop successful routines and patterns that's going to keep you motivated and keep you focused. Amen. 
Amen. All right. Well, I'm going to stop right there. I'm going to stop right, right there. And I'm going to go ahead and cut to another song break really quickly, right before we get to our check-in. Y'all know around about uh, 8.45, 9 o'clock, we usually start checking in and stuff like that. So I'm going to go ahead and cut to another song real quick. And then we probably going to go ahead and check in. Do me a favor. If you haven't already, go ahead and ping some people in the room. Go ahead and share the room because y'all know me. I just believe by faith that this room is a blessing. This room is a blessing and impacting a lot of people, whether they're in the room or whether they're on the uh, podcast, whether they're watching us live on Facebook. I believe that this space is impacting and blessing a lot of people. And in order to continue to share the glory, share the victory, you know what I'm saying? We have to continue to share Jesus and share this space so yeah pick some people in the room share the space and then we coming right right back after this song all right all right let's go
<laughs> yes, God. <laughs> good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Uh-uh, we're not going to go to the start. Chill out just yet. Calm down. Good morning. Good morning, good morning, good morning. And welcome to Waking Up with the Prophet, where we wake up each and every weekday morning with fresh inspiration, motivation, and a little bit of music to start our day. Not sure where you're listening from. If you're on your way to work, coming home from work, already at work, somewhere working out, maybe you called off work today. We just want to make sure that you're still starting your day off the right way, meaning with the right people, right conversation, right inspiration, right mindset, right attitude, right conversation, right, all that good, right stuff. I believe by faith that when you come together and come in unison and come on one accord with the Lord, you allow your mind and your spirit to come in alignment with his will, guess what? Things tend to go a little bit better. Not saying you ain't gonna have no ups and downs, no bumps and bruises, no accidents, incidents, aggravations, irritations, or frustrations, because you definitely gonna have one of those, some of those, or whatever the case may be. But guess what? When you allow God to go through your mind, cover your mind, walk, you know what I'm saying, fortify your mind and your spirit, guess what? things seem to go a little bit better. With that being said, thank y'all all so much for being here on this morning. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, whether you're on Clubhouse, whether you're on Facebook, whether you're on YouTube, wherever you're listening from, wherever you're watching from, thank you so much for participating. Thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate you guys and everything that you mean to me because I believe that the impact that God has allowed me to put on this world hasn't even begun yet. And I thank him for what he's doing in my life. And I thank you guys so much for supporting. With that being said, though, y'all know what time is. It's time for us to get into it it's time for us to go ahead and check in and y'all know how we check in each and every day here on waking up with the prophet we check in with our three daily questions we check in with the three daily questions what's the weather what's for breakfast and how you start your morning off in the midst of telling us how you start your morning off you know what i'm saying rate yourself on the scale of one to five well, i believe by faith that this whole this whole broadcast is supposed to help us improve our attitude improve our mood improve, improve our mindset improve our thinking improve our spirit and with that being said i don't want you to get in here and start the day off listen to us on a one and you not be you know at a by the end of the show. I want you to be on a three by the end of the show if you start on a one. If you're on a three when you start the show, I want you to be on a four or five by the time you end the show because I believe in positively impacting people in a positive way. Positively impacting people in a positive way in Jesus' name. Well, yeah, let's go ahead and check in. Yeah, I know I'm going to go ahead and kick it off. Prophet, it's on you. Well, good morning. 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 I'm thankful that I'm alive on today. It is a terrific Tuesday and I'm alive. I have to tell God thank you. I could be dead sleeping in my grave, but guess what? I'm still here. Um, there could be some ways I can be ungrateful. There some, can be some moments where I feel like I want to, you know, give up. But guess what? God still allowed me to be here on today. So I'm thankful and I'm grateful. Right now, I'm probably sitting on a good file. I'm sitting on a good solid five. I woke up this morning around about two and three o'clock this morning, and I haven't been technically been back to sleep. I started taking a little nap around about seven forty-five, but I was like, "Hold on, I'm gonna shut my eyes just for a little bit." But then I know I gotta wake up and do this show. I woke back up at eight ten, and I immediately got started. So I was like, "Okay, this is a good morning." But it was fantastic because I was able to wake up this morning. I was able to get some notes done. I was able to go ahead and prep for the rest of the week. Um, I was able to go ahead and start scheduling some of my um, posts because y'all know I literally run like five to ten social medias and literally be having to make five to ten posts a day, including like the content for it, the graphics, the video, stuff like that. So, yeah, I got a good start on that this morning, which I'm kind of excited for because most of the posts have already been made. And any other posts that I'm making today are probably like noonday posts, one o'clock posts, stuff like that. Um, yeah, as far as the weather, 
Right now, it says, let me go ahead and check. It's 75 degrees right now. It's 75 degrees right now with a high of 88. But y'all know them storms have kind of been kicking in. We've been having storms here lately um, in Atlanta. It was storming real bad last night. It was storming real bad last night and yesterday. But it provided me much needed sleep because I had a productive day yesterday. Um, many of you know, Mondays, I always have to do some business because it's just a weekend. So, of course, I did my recaps, uh, working with my churches and what I did. Most of my recaps yesterday, um, I was able to, and here's a, here's a great place to shout and for me to give God praise. I was able to do two meetings um, yesterday. And one of them was a meeting for me to actually become the social media director or marketing director for a real estate company. I'm looking forward to that. Um, we're still trying to, you know, top some loose ends and settle that deal. But hopefully next Monday, next Tuesday, my testimony will be I will be the new social media or marketing director for a real estate company, which I'm kind of excited for because um, that'll be me just taking on a new client. And I'm kind of excited about that. In addition to that, I also accepted a new opportunity to be an event manager for Adventure Air Sports or something like that. Um, that was the second meeting I had with the CEO, whose his name was Matt. He was a cool guy. Um, of course, he had already heard about me and whatnot. Um, and it's so interesting when people hear about me and whatnot, they always look me up. And when they look me up, of course, you can always Google my name. You can always Google like my company, my websites and stuff like that. And it's just so interesting when people, you know, go to my websites or Google my websites and they see everything that I'm doing and they make a point to actually, you know, honor me or mention it. So yeah, it was just a blessing because in the midst of our conversation, of course, he mentioned how he went to my website and he loved my personality and loved what I'm doing and he would love to have me a part of the team. So yeah, I'm excited about that. Hopefully, you know, as I go into the September month, I'll have new adventures to talk about with, you know, Adventure Air Sports. And I'll be able to talk to you guys about it and tell you how that goes. Because I'm not, you know, I'm not really big on working with kids like that. I'm like, I like going to schools, doing my pep rallies. I like going to talk to curtain classes and stuff like that. But actually, I always having to play with them. I always having to be around them. Whew, sometimes I can get a little drained. I can get a little drained. But hey, it is what it is. I'm looking forward to it. But yeah, that's me for this morning. That's literally my little testimony for today as well, because it's testimony Tuesday. So that's my testimony for today. Um, yeah, that's my weather for today. Y'all know, ain't no breakfast right now. I don't eat breakfast until y'all start talking. So the minute y'all start talking is when I'll probably go down there and start cooking. I made some rib tips and rice this weekend, and I got some leftover rice down there. So I might go make me some rice, some eggs, and throw me some bacon in the oven and go with that. But yeah, that's it for right now. Do me a favor, pull to refresh. See where you guys are on the stage, and we're going to go in that order, starting with Miss Ebony. Hey, good morning, y'all. Um, it is 70, I think 8 is it right now. Um, it's only going to get to 85. Um, it's cloudy, a little gloomy, but a break from the super hot weather nonetheless. Um, let's see. I don't know if I'm going to have breakfast. I'm about to make some iced coffee. Uh, the girl has been off to school, so I'm getting having to get up at like 6 o'clock in the morning, which is highly ghetto when you're a night owl and get stuff done at night. So I'm getting like oh, yeah. sleep at this okay. point. Um, it's kind of whack. But school started for me yesterday as well, so I've got work to do. So I'll be doing that um, as we are speaking. Roman is still asleep. Um, we'll get him up in a second, get him fed, because we're going to take us a midday nap. Amen. <laughs> um, on a scale of one to five, um, a four. Only thing keeping me from being a five is probably just being tired. Um, but yeah, that's it for me. I'll pass the mic to my mom. 
awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, listen, I understand that process because I think, see, I like working at night sometimes too, but I like having, a, I like sleeping first. <laughs> like I like sleeping first and then working. And then another thing about me, like I love them daytime naps, but I can't always take them daytime naps like I want to because people are always calling my goddamn on phone. <laughs> So them daytime naps be kind of hard for me to squeeze in as much, you know what I'm saying? So now I be taking naps where I like, I literally got home yesterday. Uh, I thought we probably got home like uh, five or six o'clock. Yeah, because y'all know I don't got a car right now. So of course, my friend had to pick me up for my meetings and whatnot. And Lord, that's been crazy because I'm spending all this money on Uber. But God, we thank you for providing. But yeah, I got home around about five o'clock. I probably was knocked out by seven. Yeah, I was knocked out by seven o'clock. But that's why I woke up early as two and three o'clock in the morning because when I sleep, I'm probably gonna sleep for a good four and six hours and then I'm gonna be right back up. So yeah, I like the night, you know, the nighttime working because you can get so much done at nighttime. However, I like to sleep first. Yeah, I gonna have to pray for me. Pray for me, Jesus. Mama Lynn, I'm throwing it over to you. Oh, Jesus, I forgot how to use the mic. <laughs> pray for me, pray for me. Um, I'm on about a five or a six today. This stressful coming to work. Traffic was crazy. I don't know what was going on. I had to get off the highway, come through the city, get back on the highway, and then that highway was that. Man, other than that, I thank God that I made it. Uh, breakfast this morning, as usual, with coffee. I probably won't eat nothing until lunchtime. Um, the weather here is 63 degrees with a high of 84. Uh, but in my office, it's freezing. So, but that's about it. I'm going to sit back, listen, and enjoy. And congratulations on adding a new notch to your uh, business, Prophet. Thank you so much. We're going to pray through school, everybody in school, even the baby. He don't even realize he's in school right now, but he's in school. So I'm going to pray for all of y'all. Thank you so much, Mama Lynn. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. This is a great accomplishment for me. I'm kind of excited about it because, of course, um, I started just by doing small independent business, doing independent entrepreneurs, helping them with their social media, helping them with their marketing. And then, of course, by me, I was being a part of the church. I add that branch, you know what I'm saying, to my ministry, you know what I'm saying, being able to help churches with their content, helping churches with their marketing, helping churches with their social media. And it's been a blessing to me. But now I'm able to say, hey, I actually have a real estate company under my belt now that I'll be actually helping market. So y'all will be seeing me going to like probably open houses, doing content for that, doing videos for that, and just making a little small stuff. So I'm excited about it. I'm excited about it. I can't wait till I get started working with them. Like I said, we're still trying to close some things out, work on some things right now. But yeah, it's really going to be a blessing. It really is. Because I tell people all the time, my whole goal is just to be an asset to people. I just believe that I'm going to be an asset to people, even with the smallest level, with the smallest gift. So, yeah, I'm excited about that because it's more so of a symbiotic mutual relationship 
um, between client and, and you know, an, an independent contractor type of thing. Because even though I won't be an independent contractor, you know what I'm saying, because he's technically thinking about trying to hire me, hire me. He's literally hiring my whole business. So I'm kind of excited about that. That is literally going to be a great thing for me. With that being said, listen, if I'm going to go ahead and cut into another song real quick. If y'all want to, definitely go ahead and ping some people in the room. If you have a testimony, feel free to write. I'll see you in the chat, Will. I mean, <laughs> i see you in the audience, Will. Feel free to say good morning in the chat. Drop your check-in in the chat. If you guys have a testimony, we're going to definitely come back with testimonies because it is Testimony Tuesday. And I always love talking about what God is doing in my life. I tell people all the time, I'm not bragging, but I am making a boast in the Lord. Because truth is, we need to hear more about what God is actually doing in our life. We need to spread the love and faith that God is able to still do things in our life. We always talking about what God said, what God said, but what is God actually doing? Amen. I don't know about y'all, but I'm one of them prophets. I can't always say what God said, but not show what God is doing, not showing what God already did. Amen. Amen. With that being said, though, I'm going to cut into a quick song, and then we're coming right, right back so we can get into testimony service, and then we can also get into our news and hot topics, just as always, because truth is, I did not know that there was a shooting that happened yesterday, uh, over the past weekend, uh, and it was in the news yesterday, but it was a shooting that happened in Florida, and a man just went in there and just shot up some places, and then there was another one in North Carolina. Like, what's up with all these people just shooting stuff? I don't know, but we're going to talk about it right when we get back in just a second. But I'm going to cut to this song, and then we're coming right, right back. All right, let's go. Tell somebody, say, forever's a long time. Say, but God loves you that long. Oh, my. 
you got to remind yourself at times when it seems like everybody's falling off, God never will. Can, can we just sing that together? Because I want you to, I want you to implant, implant this in your spirit. When you're driving home today, you got to remember, he still loves me. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to Waking Up with the Prophet, where we wake up each and every weekday morning with fresh inspiration, motivation, and a little bit of music to start our day. Not sure where you're listening from. If you're on your way to work, coming home for work, already at work, somewhere working out, maybe you called off work today, maybe you don't have a job, whatever the case may be, we still want to make sure that you're starting your day off the right way, meaning that you start off inspired, motivated, encouraged with the right people, right conversation, right attitude, right mindset, all that good, right stuff. Because I truly believe by faith that when you start your day off the right way with a little God, with a little gospel, of Jesus, things tend to go a little bit better. Not saying you're going to have no ups and downs, no bumps and bruises, no aggravations, irritations, and frustrations, because you're definitely going to have some of those. You're definitely going to have some of those. I'm telling you, you're going to have some accidents, some incidents, some coincidences. But guess what? God still loves you. God still covers you. And God will still go before you and make sure everything is going to be all right with you. Amen. All things is working together for your good. You just got to truly believe that. With that being said, though, it's time for us to go ahead and get into our news and hot topic segment. You know what I'm saying? Normally, you know, each and every day I tell you, I love to keep a Bible in my hand, but I also like to keep a newspaper in my hand. You know what I'm saying? I always like to keep current events in my hand because I want to know what is going on in the world. I can't be so heavenly minded that I'm no earthly good. I can't be so deep in the realm of the spirit. I know everything about Pookie and Ray Ray and, and Day Day and Shaniqua and all the other stuff and prophesy heaven down for them, but don't be knowing what's going on in my own community. Come on now. I believe that if we're going to have, we, we, we be deep in spiritual prayer, let's be deep in how to bless our community and being active in our community, knowing what's going on in our community. Amen. Amen. With that being said, it's time for news and hot topics. I need to give me a, uh, I need to give me like a sound effect for it. Like a, another, instead of do 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 do, I'm gonna give me another sound effect. I'm gonna have to think of something. I'm gonna have to think of something. But listen, what's interesting is, you know, I was going over my news, uh, for, for today. And I noticed that I missed it yesterday because, you know, I just had a lot on my plate yesterday, a long weekend, was tired, woke up a little late yesterday, you know, just trying to get Monday, Monday blues, you know what I'm saying? And I missed the points yesterday. But apparently, I think it was, I'm trying to see, can I identify the date? Um, no, it don't even say, it don't even say the date. But of course, there was a, a, a shooting this past weekend in Florida. There are three people killed Saturday in a racially motivated attack after a gunman targeted black people at a Dollar General in the yeah, at a Jolly General store in Jacksonville, Florida. 
So yeah, yeah, one of the several events, one of the several weekend shootings that again shocked America. Authorities have launched a federal hate crime, a federal hate crime investigation after the 21-year-old white gunman left behind racially uh, racial writings and used racial slurs in the midst of the attack. Yeah, this is this is literally just just sad. This is literally just sad. Um, I really don't know, you know, what to really think about it because what's crazy is. We see more and more of this. There was also a shooting that I believe just happened this past Monday. I think it was yesterday. I'm trying to find that article too. But there was a shooting that actually happened this past Monday as well, where a young man, I think it was UNC, let me see, yeah, at UNC University of North Carolina. He goes into the school and starts shooting up the school. Um, granted, there was nobody actually injured, nobody actually hurt. Um, but yeah, for some reason, they had the school even on lockdown because. You know, there was a suspect in custody. And I'm not sure what's going on right now in the country, but I believe that we're enticing this this racial tension. I think we're enticing and building racial tension in the, in the country. We're building a divide in the country. And I think it's kind of sad because people's lives are at stake now. You know, it's one thing to have your opinion and your opinion just be that. But it's interesting now when people's opinions and ideologies turn into whole actions and whole movements and it becomes a threat to other people's lives. I think that is becoming a problem because we see these movements, we see these things being birthed and it's doing more harm than it is good um on certain levels i wouldn't necessarily always say for that i would always say that for the black community but i believe that some of the things that we are seeing arise right now is kind of wild and i know from a spiritual perspective most folks be like oh yeah it's a spirit it's a spirit what kind of spirit let me know let me know put me on it's a spirit of murder okay i receive it. it's a spirit of murder in the land who what what other spirits is it a spirit of hatred it's a spirit of hatred in the land okay okay well i guess oh yeah i did see that mama lane you said he did shoot a professor yeah it says left a facility um member dead yeah that afternoon he did shoot a facility member um i ain't i didn't see where it said professor but yeah it did say a facility member in the school did get shot and he was dead but um it said none of the other students um no one else was injured um officials say um, and then it says that at least 49 school shootings have happened in the U.S. this year, including this one. Um, 34 have been reported on K to 12 grade campuses and 15 on university and college campuses, which is crazy, which is a crazy statistic and crazy number. And what's crazy, I think it's sad because it's like it's getting to our schools. It's getting to our kids. Like, how do you even protect your kids now? when other kids just don't even know how to respond, react and 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 deal with their feelings in a proper way. Like I don't know what to say about that because man, I couldn't imagine having a kid and 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 first off having a Oh my dog here. I got a new puppy. Yeah, I got a pause. I got a new puppy. I got a new puppy. Cuz yeah, I know I gave it. Hold on, I got a new dog. Because y'all know I gave the other dog back last week. Because he came and got his dog, Mama Lynn. He came and got his dog, but I said I wanted a dog. And my friend brought me a puppy. Oh, and I'm on live right now. I said that she went with my puppy. Hey, puppy. Oh. Take it, yeah. But Mama Lynn, did you want to, you, Ebony, uh, uh, Keith, want to jump in on that topic, though, about the shooting? Um... I 
as a parent, all 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 three of us are side of profit on the stage of parents. Um, but my baby is small. I don't know I don't know how old is Keith Keith's good dog. Um, but my daughter's five. She's in kindergarten. And that is a call that I pray every day I never get. I lay my hands on my daughter's head every morning. I pray for her every morning. But now that she's, you know, back in school, like when she went to pre-K, I was a nervous wreck. Um, and because of her um, disability, I'm always practicing certain things with her just to see how she's going to act. Right now, she doesn't really understand what be quiet or stop talking means. Um, so, like, she'll say, whisper. And I'll say, yeah, whisper. And then she just goes back to talking like regular. Um, but I've been trying to do drills with her in the event that she ever needs to hide and be quiet. And it breaks my heart right now that if her doing that was the difference between life and death, my baby couldn't. She can't do it right now. And so it's really sad that we are at this point where we have to prepare children for shooting. Where we have to prepare children not just for bullying, um, but fucking bullets. Like how how did we get here and why are schools the playground for this? Um, there are a lot of hurting children. That's the other component we gotta talk about, is that most of the time these are children, um, who have gone to these schools or have been bullied in these schools. Um, whatever the case may be. And so we have to start at the very basic level um, of protection from bullying, teaching our children to respect others' differences and not to bully other children, to understand the impact of bullying um, and what that feels like. So perhaps they themselves won't do it. Um, but we had an incident last week with my daughter with this little girl who went to a playground, this little girl who was actually too big to be on that playground. That specific playground says it's for children zero to five. This girl was about 10 um, and she's playing on the playground. And I guess my daughter was in her way and she said, move. I told y'all about it. I was joking about it um, the other day telling y'all was Gary fight a little girl. Um, but the sad thing is her mom was telling me how she is bullied in school. So now here she comes trying to bully kids who she thinks are lesser than her or that she feels she can get away with it. And that's what's happening with a lot of these young men. They are outliers. They are bullied. They are isolated. And so that hatred is taken out, not just specifically on the people who bullied them. They're coming in and just shooting it all up. Um, they're mad at the system, at the construct. They're upset at the children because they can't be like, you know, said children or whatever the case may be. And so um, getting our children into counseling early when we recognize these things is so important. Taking away these devices and stop letting them live on the Internet um, and, and, you know, find presence on the Internet and find friends on the Internet. No, take your tail outside and find some friends. If we can't play outside, if it's not safe, okay, we, we know someone so got kids, let's go on over their house where they can come over here. Let's, you know, let's let's play, let's be connected. Um, I'm going mon to monitor that too. Um, but we're so far gone and it, it just breaks my heart. So that's that's my piece for the school shooting.
Um, the other shooting with the gentleman um, that was racially motivated, um, I remember seeing that Saturday night and I was up for hours, even though I really needed to be asleep for church, you know, just really praying and asking God to one, comfort those families and two, even comfort his family. He left multiple manifest, uh, manifestos um, and, and sent word to his parents. He had called his dad on his way to do the shooting and was like, look at his computer. So he wanted his dad to see his manifesto. To me, that says, dad, I want you to see me. I want you to see, you know, what, what's happening with me. And I honestly feel like he wanted to be stopped, but nobody caught it in time. These people are crying out uh, for help. They're crying out for attention. They are crying out uh, to be loved and to be seen, to be heard. It, but some of them, it's just pure de-hatred. And the things that he wrote, um, I watched the initial press conference Saturday night, and the things that he said were just absolutely disgusting um, about Black people. Of course, he called us the N-word. Um, and it, it makes me wonder what he's re- what he was taught, where you got that from, because you don't just wake up and just hate, you know, black people. That's something that 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 is built. Um, probably something, um, you know, his parents. He's probably heard his parents say stuff, and and you know they thinking it's it's harmless, making harmless jokes. But your child is seeing what you are doing. He's 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 seeing how you feel about a thing, and he has inherited those same feelings and so um it's just really sad those people went about their day going to the store probably just to pick up a few things and never made it home we have so much to pray for which is why i said i have zero tolerance for 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 this tiffany montgomery crap and calling out lead i have zero tolerance because there's way too many other things that we need to be talking about praying about dealing with teaching on um, like mental health issues, like racial tension, uh, things we really need to be talking about in our churches and not just glossing over. So um, I'll stop there to, to, to leave some room, but um, it's sad. It's just really sad. You're right. You're right. And I never thought about it like on a parent's perspective, like we were talking about, Ray. Like that is crazy to think that you know, you have to train children nowadays to to avoid these situations, to actually practice how to not get killed in these situations. That is crazy to have to think that, like, yes, the biggest threat that we had back in the day was bullying. Never was it bullets. Like, that's crazy. As a kid, we worried about being bullied. Now these kids have to worry about bullets. Like, that's that's crazy. That was a bar, Ebony. You said that. That was a whole bar. And then with the racially motivated one, I think, yeah, this, that's, I ain't even seen none of the manifesto information. I ain't even look it up for real, for real. All I seen was like the little clip that they had shown. Cause you know, when they send me the top five things of the day, they show, show you like a little clip or, you know, a little thumbnail or something like that. And I seen a little thumbnail of the Dollar General and when he was walking in, but I was like, okay, I got to look back into it. But that is so sad that this is like, this is popping up. And I get what you're saying. I think that it had to be taught, but then that's what I'm saying. Where's this? rhetoric coming from where it is taught now i mean granted racism has always kind of had a way in america and has always had a rhetoric in america but i don't know i think that's something i really think that i ain't gonna cap i really think that a lot of it is coming back because of you know this 
people like DeSantis, people like Trump who are running for office right now. I really think, especially down in Florida, I think they're really down in Florida pushing racism. So that's why it's popping up like this, not by accident or coincidence. And most of the time when these racially shooting happen, these racial racial shootings happen and stuff like that, it's always in like it's always in the South. Or it's always in the black community type of thing. You know what I'm saying? It's always a white dude going in the black church. It's always going. in the South. It's right. Always That's what I'm saying. Like always in the South. The South. The South <laughs> is not safe. It's not safe. It is not safe. Georgia is not safe. You know, I, I pray for, for, you know, everybody that's in the South all the time because it's, it's just, it's not safe. It's not safe, yeah. but it's where everybody wants to go because it's cheaper or it's this or it's that. <laughs> but your life is, is also potentially, in, I mean, the NAACP had to do a whole freaking warning to tell us not to go to Stop Florida. Stop going to Florida, yeah. They and now, I don't mean no harm, but these ninjas is messing with my bag because I got a whole speaking engagement in November and I'm sitting <laughs> here in Orlando specifically, and I'm sitting here like do I even need to take my family to Florida at this point? Yeah. Like, do, do I just need to hang this up? Do I need to ask them, can I do a, a virtual presentation? Like, you know, I, I'm yeah. I'm sitting here, you know, considering <laughs> stuff. And yeah. it's sad, but we have to do it because these, these, and you know, I don't want, I don't want to over spiritualize it, but I'm gonna go ahead and say it. These spirits have run rampant, hatred, yeah. murder. Um, these, these, these schools of thought. Are, are more widely accepted and yes I, I wholeheartedly believe trump was the puppet to wake up uh all of the silent underlying racism and hatred the second he stepped into the forefront it woke it all up it woke yeah. it all up um and you know here we are here we are now when trump kind of faded to faded to the back a lot of the, the proud boys got quiet too because they're cowards. They need a front man. They need somebody to voice it. So that's why in Florida, you know, they got their DeSantis. But even him, I think he's a little cowardly too because he's yeah. hiding behind policy. He won't outright say it. He's, he's yeah. hiding behind policy. And so, you know, that, that's that's the thing. Um, it, it's all it's all barking, no bite. Um, you know, they need they need things to hide behind instead of just flat out saying, I don't like black people. We're superior to you. They won't come out and say it because they know it'll hurt their bottom line. Uh, but we have to be smart enough to, to one, understand what we are not wanted. Every door does not need to be kicked down. And I need my black people to learn that every door is not, does not need to be kicked down. Facts. Sometimes you need to build your own house and, and get your own door. Yeah. Stop yeah. trying to kick every door down because every opportunity is not for you. Every place is not for you to go. I know you want to go to the nations, start with your city, start with your zip code, do that first. Um, but there are some places where we just are not going to be welcome. We're not going to be heard. And it is what it is, you know? So, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I completely agree. Mama Lynn, what were you trying to say? Mama Lynn, were you trying to get in? I didn't see her on my No. Yeah, I didn't. I wasn't trying to say nothing. Okay. Uh, check your... Check your text message. I sent you something. I was talking about that picture. Wow. I seen it. I seen it. Uh, hold on. Go to the guy page listed at the bottom. Hold on. What you got? Oh, talking about the actual man who's listed at the bottom? Uh, you should be able to watch it. I see a picture, but it ain't let me watch it. Uh, well, I guess you have to go to his page. 
Yeah, I'm going to go. But that's so cool. I see what his shirt say, though. (laughs) Okay. The shirt say niggas for Trump. I see it. And that's why I had to have this room today because I think it's interesting because, granted, I'm not. And that's why we have to wake it up and address it, too, because sometimes it it makes black people look racist. It makes black people look prejudiced sometimes. And I think that's where we get a, a, a bigger divide from. We can we can always call out, I guess, white people when they're doing racist stuff. But then at the same time, I think we also have to take a look at our own country sometimes, at our own community sometimes, and admit that, yeah, we can be a little bit prejudiced. <laughs> like, let's be honest. We ourselves can be a little bit prejudiced. I'm trying to get the video to play, Mama Lynn. But you can jump jump in. Or I see Keith down there. Keith, if you want to go ahead and check in and jump in on the conversation, feel free, man. How you doing this morning? I don't know if he dares. Okay, well, I guess not. But I'm finna I got the video now, Mama Lane. I'm finna try to play it. Good morning, Essence. How you doing? You want to go ahead and check in real quick with us while I'm trying to play this video? Doop. Y'all stuck on mute. Okay. Okay, Mama Lee, I think I got the video. Um, but I think it's kind of long. It won't let me see the whole thing, but it's basically this white man for Trump. I mean, this black dude for Trump that says he a nigga playing this day. Oh wow, let's watch this. Oh, hold on, hold on, give me one second, give me one second. There we go. Support President Trump. You want to know why I'm here to support President Trump? Because they don't be a black man like this for decades. Make up charges and put them so I know Trump is innocent. I support Trump against this corrupt, two-tiered justice system. That's why I'm here to show my support as a black man for Trump. And I'm wearing my shirt, niggas for Trump 2024, and I mean that. What do you think about the indictment? Oh, it's a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> it's going around the country. You know, Fanny, Fanny Willis, she's a, uh, she went to school with my sister. She's full of shit. She was full of shit then. So she's a puppet <laughs> for the white liberals. And that is controlling everything. She's in front, but the white liberal back there pulling those strings, telling her what to do. That's what I think about her, making a fool of herself. Do you think it's going to help his election? Of course it is. It's going to elevate him all the way. I think we should make Trump king. That's how I feel. We should make him king. Wouldn't that be like kind of like communist? No, that's no way near communist. Now we're just going to make him king, but we still got our freedoms and rights and everything. He fought it. What? I'm a former candidate for New York State Governor Derek Gibson. Look me up, nigga. I'm down. I live up to it too. I can scrap too, but I can get down. Not better. I can. I got a proven track record. Record. Oh, you want to try me out? I'm take this shirt off. I'll give you some. All right, that's the end of the clip right there. That's the end of the clip right there. <laughs> Monty, what you say? <laughs> Y'all might be damn to 
some shoes to tap dance in. <laughs> you said what? I said, y'all might as well give him some shoes to tap dance in. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I came in on the wrong part, but mm -mm. we might as well make him king. Sir, you will not have any rights if, that, <laughs> if that's the case. I mean, you would have rights because Trump no, you not wouldn't. racist. Trump no, you classes. Wouldn't. I don't think Trump races to uh, uh, money. I, I know think you he's smoking classes. I think he's classes. So I think if he if he became king, and I don't, I'm not saying we need to make Trump king because I don't want Trump to be king of nothing. Anyway, but if he would become king, just like if he would become president, all he'll do was make sure everybody else get feeding him money. Like he, that's what he do. He one of them type. He 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 basically a parasite, a classless parasite, a rich parasite. He doesn't care about himself. Exactly. He wants us to sponsor his life. Exactly. He doesn't. He's selfish. Even like, look how his children respond to him. But they still on the team, apparently. They They're still getting paid. <laughs> and even the one who who figured out what type of father she has, she's like, yeah, y'all can have this. That's crazy. <laughs> Like, let's be real. And there's so many people like like this, though. Like, I, I really don't trust you if your kids hate you. I'm sorry. No. Because <laughs> you're doing extra, extracurricular activities. If your kids hate you, they know the truth then. Yo, <laughs> they mean, pay attention. <laughs> pay attention. <laughs> Ew. I think it's like a lot of times we keep saying this, and like we said, we're going to try to over spiritualize it. But then, what's the spirit behind? <laughs> what's the spirit behind niggas for Trump? The blacks for Trump? The spirit of yuck. Because you mm. said the spirit of who, buddy? Of yuck. Because what are y'all, <laughs> bro? People just want to be slow their whole life. I'ma let them. I mean, but that's the thing, though. I can understand the different perspective because some people, and I was in a room last night, just listening to the space, wasn't even saying nothing in the space. But there are people who really believe that if this man run again, especially if he beat these charges. That they gonna vote for him, if especially if he beat these charges, that's gonna amp up more votes for him. I, I literally heard that in the clubhouse room. That if Trump win and he beat these Rico charges, I'm definitely gonna vote for him because truth is, Trump is a gangster. That's literally what I heard. He's really not though. He's just a great scammer. I mean, isn't that just the American dream though? No. That's what so many people be wanting, and that's why he fooling people. Of what Amer see, I think that's that's where the problem is. We have to identify what type of American some of these people are. Some of y'all really are menace to society. Exactly. You just like you just like what you can get away with. But it's cool. That's the president y'all want. <laughs> Listen, ain't the president I want because I told people for a long time for a, for a long time I stopped voting for a reason because I can't I couldn't I couldn't I couldn't. But even still, that's not the solution to not vote. But at the same time, what do you do when you have when you wavering between the gun and the knife option? Because a lot of people feel like it's a gun and a knife. If you vote for Trump, you instantly did. If you vote for Biden, baby, you're slowly dying. So then what would be the scenario when it comes to these people voting? Because for a lot of young people, you said what? I guess it's how you want to die then. Because <laughs> if those are our only two options is death anyways, then we still settling. <laughs> Facts. Would you like Facts. to die with cancer or would you like to die with HIV? That's what you're telling me. <laughs> Neither. 
Either way, it's gonna take you Either. Either way, it's gonna take you out. So I guess it's you pick which way you want to go out. But that's the thing. Package it up real nice for you. We survived Trump. Like we all felt like it was the end of the world when that man. Everybody swells the end of the world. Here we are. We're still standing. The economy really did not go down like that. Rich people got richer, of course. Um, but I don't think poor people got poorer under him. Put your so, clothes. you know, uh, like some that's, people that's who say thing. some people who are classified themselves as kind of a little bit poor said they made more money under him. I literally heard exactly. that like exactly. they four they one k had went up and all that stuff mm-hmm. because he was in his office. greed works for uh, his greed works for people. And I think that's why you know a lot of people. I'm, well, I'm personally I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. I don't care who's in office. The the the, the heart of the king. Is in the hand of the Lord. I could care less who sits in that seat. They don't run what happens in my house. They're not going to dictate what money comes in and out because God is going to provide for me no matter what. I could care less. Like we put too much emphasis on who sits in that seat when the fact is they're just a figurehead. It's Congress who really runs this country. Let's be clear. The president can come up with whatever what he wanted to come up with. He ain't got much executive privilege. He got pardons. Woohoo. He don't he don't have a whole lot of executive privilege. So I, I think a lot can of Can he make executive failed. orders though? He was he was signing yep. them executive orders left and right. Yeah, you can make some executive orders, but nothing that's that's gonna grossly affect you unless we're in a state of emergency. That's yeah. when a lot of them executive orders like COVID, you know, that's when that stuff came out. But they they're not just signing random executive orders and it's going over Congress' head and they just got you know autonomous power. We're in a democracy. I, I think a lot of us failed U.S. government. We don't understand how this thing works. The president is not some sovereign ruler. So y'all, we're gonna be all right. Like we we're gonna be all right. I don't want him in that seat, but we're gonna be all right no matter what happens. We survived it already. What's I mean, we've already survived it, y'all. I mean, I agree with that. We have survived it. We already have. We kind of got through it again. But at the same time, a lot of people think that, guess what, if he get an opposite, it's going to be worse. Me, like you said, I could care less because when he was in office, he wouldn't hurt me. It wasn't that bad against me. I think I kind of benefited probably from him being in office, to be honest. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, like... I think financially, about- yes. Racially, racial tension, no. Now, yeah. now, let, let me speak to somebody who lives in DC. Thank so you. The BS that he does, we see it here. It's the National Guard that comes here. It's our city that gets shut down. Okay, so let me let me speak to somebody who lives here. Now, I ain't, I, I ain't, I ain't. I'll never forget January sixth. I'll never forget it because every single highway was at a standstill for hours, hours. You couldn't get in and out of D.C., Virginia. If you tried, you were screwed because everything got shut down for a minute. Mm. They were trying to make sure, like, nothing was happening. Any point in downtown D.C., you can be just stuck sitting. Any dignitary coming in and out, there's going to be a motorcade. Um, If there's any kind of suspicious bag, everything getting shut down. Like, at any point in D.C., you're, you're, you're at their mercy. Um, the NICU where both of my kids were is four blocks away from the White House. So at any given moment, I couldn't get to my child when I wanted to. I had to sit. I had to wait. 
um, you know, wait it out in traffic, wait it out, or you got to get detoured around, all, all kinds of BS. So I don't like what all of his rhetoric did to our city. I don't like, I don't, I don't like that. I don't like that he didn't go out quiet. Absolutely. But we will survive it. You can't say God is sovereign and start shaking in your boots when a little figurehead gets put in an office that ultimately does not rule what happens to you and your home and in your house. I don't care if the, if they replace all of Congress with, with 200 Trumps. You know who I serve. Facts. I know who I serve. And I think we as believers need to remember that above all. I mean, that's definitely a fact. I mean, that's definitely a fact. And I kind of agree with everything that you're saying. I think uh, what Will just said in the chat, though, is really an important note uh, because what did he say? He said, uh, Trump didn't set us back um, economically, but we're definitely impacted socially. Social uh, deprivation. Ah, yeah, deprivation. Oh Lord, I can't read. Can be worse. Than, <laughs> can be worse than economical, and I believe that because I believe that the 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 the, uh, the economic aspect was kind of a benefit for us as people. However, what we how we look at each other now has made us more divided, has made things more divisive, and has brought so much tension that everybody's walking on eggshells. I mean, as a black person, we've always been, you know, kind of on edge about the police. But now I see even more black people on edge about the police now because it's a white person or it's even a black person now. And you would think sometimes <laughs> we friends with our black police. You would think that it's a lot of black police sticking out here. But now when it comes to certain people, how black people see, you know, the world of the government, we see black, white, and blue. Because at the end of the day, certain folks you'll put on a blue outfit, and guess what? You just as equal as the Trump supporters. You just as equal as the KKK. You just as equal as all those other people. And I think that has kind of somewhat put a fear in us, um, put a detriment in us, and it's put a lack of reverence and respect for each other. You know what I'm saying? So you would say they were equal? You said what, money? You would say everybody who puts that uniform, they're equal? I mean, I wouldn't say that they're equal, but when it comes to like the law, I, I think yeah, most of if they put on that that blue uniform, yeah, they equal to them, in that in that moment. But at the end of the day, like the minute they take that off, then you're another black man. Well, before For you black. take it off, you're you're still a nigga to them because at the end of the day, you still ain't gonna be charged the same. And we've that. seen that. I know, girl, girl, go. Mom, don't say that. They, they're gonna learn they're gonna learn that too because when all of those black men beat up on that one uh that black young man yeah they was able to get all their first name their mama name their last name their residence where they worked before that but we we didn't get this information on the white officers who have done this at the end of the day you still a nigga yeah. and it sucks to say that but you are same with these we got women that are judges you're a nigga judge Okay, like, like for real, I be telling people like, let's get into it. Let's talk about it because that's how they look at you. Yeah. That's how they look at all of us. And that's why when we're already in situations where we show no class, no decorum when it comes to certain things, I just be like, here we go again. It's part two of this. It's ridiculous. But do you think that that inner divide starts with us though? I mean, because I believe that the country, of course, is divided overall. What do you mean the divide starts with us? You said what? What? Okay, I don't understand what you're asking. 
even okay the divide that i'm seeing is in our black community as well within our churches and our homes and all this other stuff but at the same time many people can say or many people have said it originated from the racism that we see in slavery and the racism that we see seen in slavery we have literally taken i wouldn't necessarily say taken that and adapted it to our black culture but now here in black culture you know, we've allowed what racism did to us as black people to keep us divided, to keep us separate and segregated. Does that make you get what I'm saying? Yeah, that makes sense. But there's some people that are still mentally in slavery. How right. do you, how do you get out of that mindset? I see that's not working. We'll figure it out. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> that's a fact. That's a fact. Essence, I see you popped in the room. Go ahead and jump in the conversation too. I see you now. Check in something. Say hey. Good morning. You might be at work, and if you at work, I definitely understand. You know, she be working. She, right. She I was working. gonna say she probably at work. I definitely understand. <laughs> um, my bad. Good morning, everybody. Cause I sure didn't come in with a good morning. Cause I came in on the wrong part. <laughs> right. You was ready to just pop off on that man. Cause you said make Trump king. <laughs> Money said, hold on, what? What am I doing? Uh, I said, I know you lying. This ain't the first thing I done came in on. Mama Lynn sent me that video. But what's crazy is there's so many others. Like, I was going to play another video um, that I had pulled up from a man who was actually at the riot. Um, who was at the riot recently or at the jail recently, wherever. And they literally had a whole group of people talking about that it was uh, it was blacks for Trumps or something like that. Now, granted, when I seen this video, I said this dude sound ignorant. But at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? This is a perspective that also be pushing, that also be pushed by others like spiritualities and religion. Like, I see a lot of... <laughs> What they call them, like Hebrew Israelites or whatever they, because you know they got their little sectors and stuff too. I see a lot of them pushing this same rhetoric, and I'm thinking like, do we all follow the same God, the same Bible? I can tell we ain't all following the same religion, but do we at least follow the same moral code nowadays? Because I, I think it's going too far. You said the same what? The same moral code? No. Some people don't have. No, they got negative six morals. <laughs> no, no. You could go ahead and throw that they out. They don't know me. what that is. No, we don't. <laughs> if you say moral, child, no. You could go say that at a high school. They're going to be like, huh? Go say that at a college. Morals? What is morals? Yeah, we know. <laughs> But that's the sad thing. Like, that's what should be taught. That's why these kids <laughs> go to school killing people because they have no morals. They have no respect for even other human life. It should be experienced. That's the best teacher of that. Because, oof, never. Marty, what type of experience you going to give them? <laughs> we ain't going to get into that, y'all. Because, <laughs> like I said, a lot of these kids is disrespectful, but a lot of these adults is disrespectful. Um, of course, we don't all come from the same walks of life, um, but there there's some people that they're just kind of comfortable with what they introduce to their children, and then their children grow up, and they either decide to be the same as their parents, worse or better, but it's like on the kid to decide because some of these adults, I'm like, who raised you, wolves? Right. See, but that's the thing. I think the politics of it all, um, and as it affects the generation of kids that we see, is kind of, uh, I wouldn't say it's necessarily becoming more racist, 
but I think more people are coming more selfish, more classes, more about them um, in that regard. Like, I wouldn't necessarily say, even when it comes to, like, how we say Trump, kind of, he kind of, you know, depleting us on social values and moral decay. I think that's what we're losing within the next group, the next group or generation of kids. I think they won't have respect for human life. Well, correction, not that they won't have respect for human life, but at the same time, I think it's going to be more so about them now. Like we see now, we see kids killing white or black kids, period, just because they feelings is hurt. It's not about, you know what I'm saying, um, skin color as much. You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking with this new group of generation, because we was talking about earlier, you know, how the school shootings was going on. I think a lot of kids nowadays, they just, like I said, just have no morals or regards for human life, let alone it being a black or white thing. They don't know how to properly deal with their emotions. They don't know how to properly be offended and not retaliate. A lot of people, the minute you get offended, you got to retaliate. You got to punch back. You got to say something back. And I think that that is something that our culture has not been teaching. We haven't taught how to be ethical. We haven't been taught how to even be professional, to be wait, honest. Wait, 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 wait. You said our culture? Who is our culture? Uh, the American culture. America has... Okay. I mean, America does have that culture where they're just disrespectful at this point. Their subcultures is what Monty is alluding to. Yeah, because... Black, white, a... even within black, there's different cultures. Like, there's a million right. different, you know, like, subcultures. Agree. I can agree with that. You're right. That's facts. That's facts. But that's what I think even in uh, the American culture then, okay, at black culture, yeah, we, we try to get it together. But then at the white culture, you look at, you know, how a lot of them are building, they're building for their own. Black people, like like Ebony said earlier, we're still trying to kick the dough down. Like, we try to kick the dough down and get into other people's spaces, get in other people's room. Well, when the truth is, I think black people, we got to get back to the point of being unified within each other. And that's why I say, it's I think... stand up and stretch. Let's take a break for 10 minutes. Yeah, prophet, stand up and stretch. <laughs> I am, actually. I actually am. But that's think... the thing, though. I think not only did Trump bring out, like you said, the racist, the racist, the proud boys and all the other stuff. But I think he also brings out the prejudice or the selfishness in black culture as well. Nah, nah, absolutely <laughs> not. No, no, sir. That sounded cute when you said it, but no. Um, no, it didn't no. sound cute when you said it. She's being um, real nice. It already there. It, it rolled off his tongue real good, but no. Trump don't bring nothing. It don't bring nothing out of no black culture. Trump don't bring squat out of black culture, but the, the unadulterated truth about how we feel about him and their people. Selfishness has been around for ages and ages. This is what I hate. I, I hate about this, this whole like generation thing that we discuss. Everybody wants to blame millennials for everything, but nobody gives millennials credit for how we are the ones leading the charge for investing in our children's future. For turning the tide. Nobody talks about that. They just, oh, y'all are entitled. You're always on your phones and your computers. Yeah, making money, dude. Okay. Yeah, we we on our computer making money. Okay, you went, James, and you worked at General Motors. Okay, I make twice as much money as you on my computer in my pajamas. So what? What's wrong with James? What's wrong with James? What's wrong with James? Sorry, hey, James is the, the first name that came to my mind. Sorry. sorry. We're going with James. Right, Scott. Sorry. Sorry. Right, Scott. Wilbur. 
Okay, Wilbur. <laughs> Wilbur, I might, I might get twice as much money. I'm, I'm going to say this, and I'm going to say this with, with, with much love and with much respect. I admire the millennials. I really do because I got so many of them in my family and they're entrepreneurs to the max, to the max. My one great niece funded most of her money and paid off college before she left, graduated with her bachelor's degree by entrepreneuring. I am not. So we can't say everybody. We can say some, because I do know some that put millennials down, and I had to check them. There are some millennials in my family. I want to go smack them upside the head. I really do, because I'm like, what you doing? You just sitting here complaining. But you ain't doing nothing. But you're going to talk about me because I'm still working in my 60s. But you ain't doing nothing. But you're going to ask me for $5 because you want to go get you a black and mouth. No, thank you. So, you know, each generation got its pros and cons. So, you know, hey, I'm trying to learn from you all. I still got to call profit because I got a couple of businesses businesses in my head that I need to really get out the ground because mama tired of coming to work. Mama want to work and put the money in her pocket instead of working for this white man and making him money and not being appreciated for the value and the knowledge and the education I got. So yeah, that's where I am about it. And that, that nigga for Trump if I had been near him, I would have smacked him upside the head. He ain't king of nothing. You you better go sit yourself down. I'm going to leave it right there. Yeah, Mama Lynn, you're right. It, you know, that's why I often get on profit about making generalizations because it's definitely not like everybody for anything. There's exceptions to everything. But there's just so much. We just get so much and people also don't understand what the age group of millennials are millennials are not those of us out here which they pay it sagging sitting on the corner us millennials we got kids we at work like we're not sitting around you know like most of us anyway and that's sitting around chilling the youngest millennial if if memory serves me correct is like 30 should be 30 right should be me yeah like 30 31 so we're not we're not these young kids that everybody just blames everything on. That, that like I think that's what kind of irritates me. People just see somebody that's younger than them as oh millennials. No, no ma'am, no sir. Um, but like Mama Lynn said, there's a lot of you know a lot of innovation. There's a lot of you know turning of the tide. You know millennials have seen a lot. I mean, we've seen two impeachments. We've been through pandemics. We've been through uh, a freaking a global pandemic um 9-11 uh january 6th like you know i i think more than a lot of well i won't say more than a lot of other generations because i know my mother and them saw a lot like with the racial stuff and martin luther king dying and malcolm you know they saw speaking stuff of too, martin luther think... king did his 50 uh the i have a dream speech yesterday it was 50 it made 50 years since he did that by the way i just mentioned oh, wow. i just thought about that when you said that yeah it made 50 years 
Yep. Yesterday oh. was the mark of the um the the, the I have a dream speech, and it was actually. Oh, uh, I wonder if that's why traffic was so stupid yesterday. Everybody was probably at the doggone um memorial. Yeah. Uh, that makes yeah. sense. Okay, that make that makes perfect sense. Um, but yeah, all in all, um, by the way, y'all, I'm not over here beating Roman. I'm trying to burp him. If you hear that sound in the background, <laughs> um, but. I just I, I I don't know, man. Like we we just we just don't get get enough. There's a lot of tide changing. So I back to your original statement. Trump does not bring out selfishness in black people. I don't even know where you derived that from or what what train of thought you had. With that. Well, he he brings uh, out the frustration, like we were saying in the chat. He bringing out the frustration in black people. He brings out the coward racist. That's what he brings out. He would have never said nothing unless they had a figurehead like him to stand up. That's what he brings out. And just like what Ebony said, he is their liquid courage. That's what it is. That's why I said, don't let him get you socked on. Because it ain't like you could call him to the fight, okay? So hey, yeah, he ain't going to come and rescue you even if he could. He ain't. If it don't got nothing to do with his money, he don't care about none of that. Like I said, and don't he got him. secret service. You don't. Okay. Exactly. Uh, don't, uh, don't let your president get you socked on. Yeah, okay? Obama, that Obama gifted him, even at the, the presidency, we paying for that secret service for that man because that's the one thing he didn't uh, beat uh, take away from Obama. He didn't take it away. We paid for that. Because, see, once they got out of the presidency, they had to pay for their own secret service. And Obama thought that was strange. Why? Why? But i tell you one thing about Trump. People need to go read the history of Trump. Start from when he was a little boy and what his mama used to say about him. Now, you know when your mama ain't got nothing good to say about you and she honestly telling the truth. <laughs> Look, Mama Lee, I... pay attention. That's what I said about his kids. Like, if your kids ain't fooling with you, that tells me a lot. They're not fooling with you at all. Well, that one girl ain't fooling with him because he had our mama killed. That's why. I don't blame her. I would have had humble opinion. Opinion. In my humble opinion. Ain't no way you'd have fell down. That nigga was holding all the bags. You talking about she the baby yeah, girl? She was when uh-huh. she, she was married, married. when she had to go into you in the blender, mama. Go check it out. It's footage of it. He went, mama, dad. Oh well. Okay, we didn't hear what you said, mama, because you you broke up. I said, uh, I don't know if y'all can hear me. I, I took myself. We hear you right now. Okay. He gave a speech when he was running for president and she had to go. Somehow they talked her into going because she really didn't want to have nothing to do with it. And uh, after the speech, he went to go hug her and she backed away from him. And, and, and they was filming it and they talk about it. They talk about it today. Mm-hmm. She has nothing to do with him. Period. Yeah. You could tell. But wasn't you could wasn't tell. that like the um I think he was giving a speech and his wife was standing like right next to him, right behind him or something. He addressing her like she's not there. I'm like, you know she's next to you, right? Mm-mm. <laughs> no. Like, Bob, the Russian lady. Right on over her. 
he just right. right. And if you <laughs> notice now, they don't talk about her at all. Her or his baby too. They don't talk about them because them they're they're just they're not they're not of the same fold. Like you know, Ivana and them are just they didn't drunk the Kool Aid. So you know, they they just believe what they believe. But like I said, I think that I, that lady ain't fall down those steps. And had a cup of coffee in her hand, and the cup of coffee ain't spilled to the bottom of the steps. Come on, who y'all think y'all fooling? Who do y'all think y'all fooling? Right, they said we gonna hold your coffee while we push you down the stairs. Right, your your coffee's <laughs> gonna levitate in the air till you get to the bottom. Stop this. <laughs> no spills, huh? Yeah, that that was strange with within itself. Now, if it was alcohol, I'm just kidding. Actually, <laughs> what? I'm sorry, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to. I was trying to. Y'all better leave Trump alone. Boy, boo. Talking about uh, James. I'm a millennial, and there's some Jameses that are millennials. Uh, <laughs> we were talking about Wilbert. Okay. Yeah, I changed the name to Wilbur. I changed it to okay. Wilbur. Yeah, better leave 45 alone. Mm-mm. He better leave himself alone. <laughs> JY, see, the thing is, there are so many black people that see it. Like, you may be joking, but seriously, there are a lot of people that literally are supporting Trump, you know what I'm saying, and literally believing in Trump is fighting for our liberations. He's fighting for our freedom. How? I don't know. But listen to this clip real quick. Watch this. Just this this is a different one from the first one, y'all. Uh, you decided to be here today, and what this uh, proceedings or arraignment that is going to happen in a few hours mean to you as a black or uh, Trump? Well, what it means to me is uh, give me liberty or give them death. It means I, I, I'm demanding freedom. Uh, I demand equity. This whole this whole thing is unfair because everything that. Jack Smith is charging Trump with Biden is guilty of 300 times worse. Going into the Capitol and all that, all of that's fake. That's people's house. We're supposed to be able to go in there anyway. That's the first problem. And then for them to say that uh, Trump said something out of his mouth when they know the presidential act said even a congressman, a senator, like Adam Schiff lied. All these lies. He got the evidence. He got this. When I talked to you about the indictment um, and referred to you said that, uh, you know, the storming of the Capitol was fake. Are you saying that the images that was broadcast on that particular day on television didn't exist? Is that what you're saying? No, what I'm saying is they staged that whole thing. I have go on my, my website. Can I finish? Go ahead. <laughs> I was here on, on January 6th. I was at that building right there called uh, the, the Russell Building. I made a speech there. After the speech, I walked to the White House, which is a 45-minute walk from here. I had these brothers with me, most of them anyway. He's a liar because the definitely ain't 45 minutes. You heard the right already going on. <laughs> Trump wasn't even on stage yet. They was already attacking the White House, I mean the Capitol. So this is how you know it's all fake, stupid, stinking so lies. Can I finish? Go ahead. And then when we got down there, Trump was Trump was just getting on stage. Rudy Giuliani had just gotten off after we already heard all the attacks. We made a left and went to Constitution. And then we stood there and took pictures with everybody who was leaving Trump's speech. At no time did I hear Trump say go march in. Paris, but is that is that not what the arraignment is supposed to do? Is this not 
to give him the opportunity to defend the case. My question to you I don't need is why you decided to be here today. I don't today. need the opportunity to be free. See, see what y'all expect us to do is answer you, but you don't answer me. Biden don't answer no damn questions. Are you, so, not, are you not free? No, we're not free. How so? Right, right now, because Jack Smith can just arrest one of us off of his thought outside of what the law says. That's not freedom. Freedom is acting under the law so that you can be free to do business without the fear of people just creating something and putting you away like they did black men during the time of sharecropping. They just created stuff. Or you can't walk across the street. What scripture says that? But but is Jack Smith not working <laughs> according to what the law prescribes? He's no, been he's commissioned he's a, he's independently a... to produce what he's produced. He hasn't produced nothing. He just said that Trump kept the law. Trump is the one that's the president. Like that stupid law they said he took presidential records. They know that Clinton took records that are more, way more damn atomic weapons. All that stuff, he put it in his sock drawer. All right, that's the end of the clip, y'all. <laughs> I am now dumber for having listened to that clip. I just want you to know that I've killed brain cells this morning. <laughs> that's, not, that's the end. Of the, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I agree. I thought the first one was bad, but that one was even worse. I'm like, huh? <laughs> What you saying, Bobby Lee? You thought the first was bad, but that was even worse. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Who gave birth thing? to him? <laughs> An idiot. An idiot, clearly. <laughs> no, where did he go to school at? Idiot school? What? I, I don't know, but he's literally the founder of Blacks for Trump. And it's an organization up there. He's the founder of what now? Black for Trump. A condom could have prevented this whole conversation. <laughs> Keith, what? Oh, I said a condom could have prevented this the... whole conversation. We wouldn't be having this conversation Ooh, right now. I, had I was about to say something up. a whole lot worse. That was that was very <laughs> tactful, Keith, because I was about to say something a little, little more graphic. Go ahead. Go sit at a bar. <laughs> so we, but here's the, but here's the question though, because these are two videos of two separate incidents of us saying black people actually supporting Trump, all in the name of he's for our freedom, he's helping our economy, and he's actually beneficial for us as black people. Like, what is okay, the what? okay, prophet? We, me, you, and Keith can judge the two. J.Y., Anthony, and Christian, they can't. I don't even know if you want to play the one that I gave because that second one just left me dumbfounded. I'm just, Lord, I need to go read a study or something. I don't even know what to do now. <laughs> okay, so as much as I hate to do this this Tuesday morning, uh, I have to. Um, so we got to look at things from two different perspectives, right? Um, the measurements that get used to determine the veracity of the economy and things of that nature is one thing to consider. The social impact of a person is the other side of the thing to consider. Yeah. Right? The numbers are what the numbers are. And if we're gonna be honest about it, had COVID not happened, his numbers were amazing. 
Okay, you being honest, Pastor Anthony. Thank you for being that's honest. Just what it is. Now, again, that's not the sum total of the things we have to consider. All right, because we can't, we can't do that. That's that's short sighted, and that's way too narrow a perspective. Because his social impact was devastating. Yeah. Right. The yeah. fact that I wanted to go up to my kid's school and punt a little kid for saying something sideways to one of my girls. Um, that's a problem. And it's people got emboldened by the rhetoric that he used yeah. and his embracing of um, white nationalism and things of that nature, his base, as it were. Um, that's a problem. And that's a problem that's going to have a long and large ripple for much time to come. Right. But if we're strictly going to go by economic indicators, if that's the only metric we're going to use, which is what they tend to like to do, simply because they're numbers that you can actually create, you can quantify. Um, even if the numbers are skewed, like unemployment numbers are never actual, actually true. That's neither here nor there. Um, but if that's the metric we're going to use, then you can't argue the numbers. The numbers are what they are. You, by the numbers, we weren't having a bad time. But again, socially, it was absolutely horrible. He had a terrible impact. Um, and that's just what it is. We just need to be honest about that and stop, you know, saying weird stuff in public. Man, here's Pastor Anthony. Pastor Anthony. I 100% agree with Pastor Anthony because, yeah, what a lot of us are feeling the brunt of of what happened. Like I said, if COVID didn't happen, um, there's probably some of the best economical money numbers. But I've here's seen. the thing. A lot of people are going to vote based off of that alone, J.Y. Money is the answer to all questions, ain't it? What the Bible say? If, when people money start getting funny, they're going to figure out a way to make that bad boy become serious. So, um, flat out. You know what I'm saying? My, my returns was nuts when he was in office. And, um, this uh, inflation thing or whatever, like I'm saying, I've been still, I'm still looking for a real gig since the end of February, March. And it's a lot of us out here, a lot of us that work in growth areas and companies. Um, we, when I, when he was in office, I had to turn down like offers every week. Now it's like, bro, it's, it's rough. So I don't know. There's, we got to keep that in mind as well. You know what I mean? So. But socially, he sucked. He sucked socially. He sucked. He was horrible socially. He sucked. He was but that's the thing. So you'll say he sucked socially, but from a from a different perspective of people, like I said, some of these kids that are younger than me, my age even included, some of these people be older than me and dumb. I'm serious, be older than me and dumb. But some of the people in our community looks at this and say, oh, well, his social impact was dope because they, they try to put him down and guess what? He still bossed up. He gave out money, all this other stuff. So for certain people, his social impact plus what he did for the economy is all the more reason that they're going to vote for him. Even his own party has said at the last debate that guess what? Even if he is convicted, even if he do beat these charges, guess what? They're going to get behind him and support him. So that's, that's the party. That's the party supposed to do. I mean, yeah, the party is, but that makes it a problem because that builds momentum for uh, for those people who are outside of not only the party but outside of the community that know him supposed to be in there. What other strong Republican do they got right now that can run for president? I put something in the pot. Go for it, Robert Christian. Hey y'all, I hope y'all are well. <clears throat> what did he do for Israel? I just 
I just wanted to say this right here. Um, he didn't do anything outside of what he is obligated to do. Here it is. Check this out. If the government ever decides to shut the world down, they're responsible for the bill. Even if it's just masks, guess what? If they giving everybody free masks, who paying for that? They are. So when whenever there's whatever going on, they got to do it. They got to foot the bill. So he only did what he was supposed to do. He ain't do nothing special for us. Y'all better get with it and find out what's really happening. Yeah. He ain't do nothing special. So stop the foolishness. The man is not good at all. He only did what he was supposed to do, what he was supposed to do. Right now, we are, we, they are talking about another shutdown. You know why they're not going to make it large? Because they cannot afford it. Mm. They cannot afford another shutdown. As a matter of fact, they cannot afford even to give out free masks to every citizen. And so, it's election season, so they hello, the election. come on here, Anthony. The saints of God, y'all better wake up and smell the whole truth, and stop talking about the stuff that don't matter. Because all that social media stuff that don't matter. He did what he's supposed to do. Amen. That's all I got but to say. How, but but if that's the case, that's how he's going to easily get back in there. Probably. He, versus he ain't coming back. I'm telling he's not coming back. Chase, come, come, Chase, hold on. Chase, if you want to, feel free to raise your hand. We can definitely bring you on up to be a part of the conversation. What were you saying, Mama Lynn? Prophet, you know that the pandemic is on the rise, right? They're telling, telling us now to wear masks, wash your hands. You know, Because COVID is back. People getting COVID again. And then on I just had it a week ago. They talking about making, you, making us pay for the shot. So now they're looking at who are they going to get a shot to first? That I, I kept telling everybody, go get your second shot. Go get your third shot. Because if you come down to that fourth shot, boy, y'all better watch out because something's getting ready to break out and we're not going to be ready for it. That's crazy. My doctor told me we're going to be getting the COVID shot like the flu shot. Okay. Thank you for telling me. I went to visit I at the, the hospital. Shot, so. Right. I went to visit at the hospital yesterday. They had the mask sitting there, putting it on. Everybody in there got on mask. I'm telling y'all, it's it's here, but we got to prepare. But I'm telling you now, these people, this President Trump, Biden, Biden is trying his best not to bury his own self. I'm just telling you what it really is. Exactly. But the truth of the matter is, the government cannot afford another shutdown and saints of god if y'all don't start getting into all of these other types of currencies and and making sure your investments are in order y'all better stop playing because this dollar value okay you play with it if you want to it's right now valued at almost 28 cents for one dollar i'll tell you this much if, if we will go to a, a war world three before they let the dollar collapse flat out just laying it's that, happening right now. Go. I can't release all I know, but the, the it's happening right now. It's about to fall even further. I'm just telling you. Okay. Baby. You said the dollar finna fall. You heard what further? I said. I said it. Yeah. <laughs> well, mighty God today. I'm glad I got hundreds. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs>
Okay. Let me get you some gold and silver and some platinum. Huh? Come on here. Amen. My father is rich with housing and land. He holds our future in his hand. Huh? Come on here. Right. That's what I, I mean, I don't think he he a perfect dude. You know what I'm saying? Trump do got his problems, but at the same time, like I said, Pastor Anthony said it, the numbers was good, the money was there. So I mean, I ain't gonna cap. Even if COVID come back and they put Trump in office, we are gonna get some money. You hear you? You hear yourself? Do you hear what you're saying? Do you hear you? Do you hear what just came out of your mouth? He didn't. I don't think he paying attention to what he just said. I'm sorry, Pastor Anthony. Please throw. No, I mean, you, throw the hammer at him. You good? Is it here? Here's the. So here's part of the problem, right? Um, you know, th there's a group I'm in on Facebook uh, that asked a question this morning that said, uh, "What would you want to teach your kids about money?" And my answer to the question was that it's a tool. That it's a means to an end, but not the end. Your statement just now made money the end. It's not the mm. end. It's okay, a tool. Okay, okay. And how we approach and use and leverage that tool for our good is very, very important. When you learn how to do that appropriately and correctly, you worry a whole lot less about some of these other economic things that are happening because you understand how to leverage the tool. Right. If I try and use use a hammer to screw in a, net, a screw in a screw, it's going to be a problem. That's not what it's made for. You know what I'm saying? You got to understand how money works, how to leverage money, so that as these various things are happening, you can adjust um, and do the things necessary. Now, the fact that you, if he gets an office, we'll get money. That that's that's goofy because there's, that money costs something. Yeah. Again, there's a social impact to the, that the people in power create. Right. And a, a, an additional extra little check, $600, $1,200, whatever, whatever it theoretically could be, does not undo the social damage created by certain personalities and perspectives. Right. We got it. We, we have to have a bigger viewpoint than I get a check. That's, that's cool and all. But the, what, what kind of a space are you creating to be able to operate in? Thanks. Right? What's that check costing you? In other ways, right? So we gotta we, we gotta have a more mature perspective than that. All right, I'm done. I mean, I completely agree with you, but that's why you the mature one to come in the room and school little whippersnappers like me, because you know what I'm saying. A lot of us out here thinking, "Hey, Trump in office, we getting this money." You know what I'm saying? That ain't my overall opinion, but you know, I be playing that with advocate on the time. But you know what I'm saying? That is literally how people out here think that Trump gonna get in office and they gonna get this money again. So, I mean, Chase, I see you kind of, you sound like you kind of an advocate for him. So I want you to throw you in there. Thank you for coming up. Prophet, I got a quick question to uh, uh, Anthony and Christian. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a, um, a baby boomer that was not taught money, taught to work taught to save for a rainy day, but you didn't understand what that rainy day was. So I know and understand the world is changing second by second, not minute by minute, second by second. So how would you teach me in elementary terms where I can understand how to flip money 
into the new market system. I mean, don't be trying to, you got to get into this and you got, and not explain it to me. You're going to have to break it down where I can understand it and see the big picture of it. So how would you work with a group of seniors that's really trying to hold on to their little pennies? Because that's all it is. It ain't no dollar. It's a penny. I'm going to leave it there. Okay. I'll, I'll be real, real quick and try to be succinct in this. Piece of information you have to you would have to look at. How long? in years until you intend to retire what quality of life are you looking for at that retirement point right and what do you have available from a in a, from a savings perspective right now because there are products to put you in that um allow you to participate in the gains in the market and not participate in the losses in the market And that's what I'd be looking to put anyone who is north of 50 into. Um, if we have at least 10 years of runway, then there's some fantastic products to leverage to do just that. Again, you get to participate as the market goes up and you don't participate when the market goes down. That's what I would look at. Everyone who's 50 and over that I work with, that's the first thing I look at. Once we determine um, how much they have available when they're looking to retire, that's how we look at things. Thank you. All right, Chase, I'm gonna go ahead and throw you in the queue and then Pastor Charles. My, my, my thing is this, um, and we, a lot of people were offended. Like the, 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 the man of God said, uh, he, he was saying about how socially Trump affected, right? I didn't allow the tweets or the comments or whatever Trump said to affect me versus what he stood for, his policies and 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 and, and, and laws, what he was trying to uphold, right? And we get offended so easily by the slightest thing, but yet we allow, we, we support I've seen so many people support Biden, and if you look at what he's 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 allowed, what he's permitted, the jobs he cut when he first got in office, right? I'm talking about within the, the, the thousands upon thousands of jobs he he cut, and then if you look at uh, the the policies about uh, men being able to participate in women's sports and and coming on the lawn. Of the White House and supporting uh, uh, the LBGQ community, like, like, like the, 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 saying the children is for everybody, but we support that. We offended by oh, we think Trump is a racist, but we allow we allow Biden. We'll support Biden, who will support an agenda that contradicts uh, the Word of God. So that's 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 my thing. Like, what did what, what did Trump really do? Did he did he cause an onslaught against blacks? Did he cause a, a race war? No, he says some stuff. Yes, Trump has a mouth. He does, but he also stands up for what is truth. And that's 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 my thing about it. And I've had my own experience. Like, like I was a a a, a puppet. Like I I I was all for uh, Obama only because you know what. 
his color. I didn't even pay attention to his policies. And I regret that. But I grew from that. But I grew from that. Right? Um, I've had the, the opportunity. I'm, and I'm not being biased, but uh, the Lord aligned me with some people, uh, some congressmen that, that, that are very close with Trump. And I've, I've got to see and understand more. And and this is, yeah, the congressman, he's white, but like he's still a man of God. And he's for the people. So that's that's my thing. Like I'm not, no sellout. It ain't about that. I want us uh, to achieve and step up. Like I'm, I'm just so for us as blacks uh, advancing and learning and understanding more, rather than being so quick to be offended uh, by what somebody says versus what they stand for in policies. Like I, 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 I really don't don't get it. Like. We so against Trump, but yet we so for so for Biden. For what? I kind of. <laughs> oh, brother Christian, like I, I, I look up to you, bro. Let me just say this: I look up to you. You've you've spoken over me uh, many times, and I, I look up to you. I'm not saying this is against you. I'm just saying, like, I saw the room, and I'm like, man, are, are we really being? Uh, you know uh, uh, about this but if we sit down and really think about it are we offended are we hurt but are we looking at what trump really stands for he's he's not a puppet and he's not gonna play the puppet that they want him to play y'all we, we found cocaine in the house in the white house we ain't say nothing about that <laughs> facts <laughs> nothing about that i don't think that's true we so listen my thing was this, about a stimulus check i'm I, like the woman said i'm not politically inclined i like i said in 2020 like the lord aligned me with this 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 man in congress for whatever reason but i just started studying i'm 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 seeing like how the democratic party as long as they spoon feed us Give us money, give us assistance. We cool with that. We don't want to work. Look at the jobs. I work at a restaurant. People ain't even working no more. It's a shame. They want to sit down. And my father always told me, I didn't understand this, but my father always told me, don't accept free lunch. We were approved for free lunch, and my dad made us pay for our lunch. But my mother was was willing to accept the free lunch. And we, we were looking for these handouts and and assistance, government assistance, because that's how they keep us. As long as as, as they can pay us, they, they, they can have us. I'd rather work hard for mine. And that's why I stand on that, man. Like, like, like I'm not trying to be against Democratic left-wing, but, but, but like, it is what it is. It is what it is. 
I, I appreciate you being able to be bold enough to come up here and be transparent and express your opinion. Because truth is, like I said, I sit in other circles outside of this room as well, and there are different perspectives, just like the one you gave today, that are, you know, really heartfelt, really, really are transparent and honest, because that's how a lot of people see it, especially when it comes to, like you said, down to the policies and what most people stand for. Like, I ain't gonna cap, we weren't really paying attention, but Biden did have the LGBT one across the lawn of the White House, and one of them ain't even had no shirt on. Titties all out. Exactly. There. Come on, man. <laughs> no Come cap, on, no man. That's facts. But hold but, on, but, but isn't, don't, but hold, hold on, on. Don't hold on. It's a Q, y'all. It's a Q. <laughs> oh, now it's a Q. Okay, put me, put me in the Q. Because I got something the... to say to that foolishness. <laughs> <laughs> Rip me out the plastic because I'm finished. <laughs> didn't y'all favorite president said COVID was a hoax? But he got it though, right? Yeah, listen, buddy. Oh, let's, let's listen. Pastor Charles go ahead, no, go ahead and put me in the queue. I got something <laughs> to say. Pastor Charles, it's on you. Good morning, everybody. And you know what? It's This is really, really one of those moments that it's like, what do we actually really want to happen? I mean, I think the uh, I think the course we realized that some of the governmental things have been already set up not for the poor to become rich at all. It is set come so that, out. The, so that the rich will stay rich and get richer, and the poor will stay poor if not get poor. So it's not even set up for us in terms of the as terms of the constituents it's not really set up for us the way it needs to be where everybody is able to be a winner out of this so um there has to be a mindset now that says okay lord help me to be able to really understand what's really really going on behind the scenes and not just pray but also be proactive and make sure you're saving up making sure listen when i got that yeah, okay, when the stimulus came, it came. But I sure held on to it for a nice long time. I ain't buy nothing. I just held on to it. And when I needed something in particular oh, to, to be able to be done, you see what I'm saying? I mean, you know, what I'm saying is that you could do certain certain things, but the problem is is that where did that money ultimately come from? Where did it come me, from? Me paying my own rent, it was thought up rent that God gave back to me. Listen. Listen, but here's the, here's the process. The, well, the process is that what they were saying, what they wanted to happen was to stand. Yeah, no, it's crazy. <laughs> what they said they wanted to do was to stimulate the economy. So, so in other words, so you're going to stimulate the economy. You're going you're going to take money out, give it to somebody, and then get it back. Is that how is that how that works? Now look at us complaining about prices and, and chicken wings and eggs. But what I'm saying, we wanted that money so bad. We wanted that money so bad. It's not free. Now look at us complaining. Not, not, we, we got they still want it though, Chase. Right that's the now. problem. And that's the problem. We still want that money and still looking looking over the horizon. Okay, it's getting ready to come. It's get ready. And we, and we use our you know, Christian ease. It's getting ready to happen. It's getting come ready on to happen now, for me. <laughs> and it's like, no. And, and the thing is, is that if you haven't been making it happen and you haven't allowed God to help you make it happen, earlier on, then I'd suggest that you just need to talk to somebody about some financial stuff. You've got plenty of people in this room that knows finances and, and financials and things like that. You need to check with some of these folks because I'm telling you, 
this season that is here, and I'm not even saying it's coming, it's here. Open your eyes. I would suggest some of us, and now right now it's too hot for us here in this side, in this side. I'm trying to figure out how to do it. I'm going I'm gonna just plow my I'm gonna plow my grass up and I'm gonna have me a little garden. I'm gonna start growing your own food. Stuff. Listen, listen, I don't need like okra. I told the folks at on Sunday, if it was between me and okra, uh and they and they said, Oh, he was a, he was such a nice man because I can't stand okra and I won't eat it for nobody. But Lord knows if it push came to shove and I needed to have to do what I had to do, I'm gonna do what I got to do. I don't really want to die. But uh, and that'll be the last thing I'm gonna eat. But pray, listen. The realness of this is, is is this: we're looking to men to try to make this thing happen. And the sad thing about it is, is that we're looking at these frail, crazy people. One is real old. One is crazy by himself. <laughs> I mean, we, what do we have to choose from? I mean, this. I mean, we, we got folks early. in other countries. Like the gun got, and the knife. We got folks in other countries other country that as soon as you defy them he they put a bomb on the plane and kill them all the folks had i mean in russia okay what i'm saying is that we got some crazy folks out here but these are the things that are that are coming we already knew if we read the bible at all people don't like to read the bible no more but they talk, we've been just been talking about forever and now we're actually living to see some of these things come to pass what do we need to do? Don't hide your head in the sand. Get yourself prepared. Make sure your, your financials are fortified. They're saying that you need to have a certain amount of money, cash, and, and have it on hand. Lord, have mercy. I'm sitting here like, Lord, let me grab Let me see what I can grab because these cards may or may not work. Did you know a good magnetic pulse can make some some all of this stuff stop working? Come on. Cars, everything. I keep cash on Stop me. working. See, so... I'm, I need some cash. I'm, I'm gonna make sure I got something cash. Something I got some money on me. And shut up and try me if you want to. I'm fine. I found found a gun that will fit my hand too. I'm about to get that. So, so don't yeah. mess with me. <laughs> listen. Shout out to Texas. Listen, listen, I'm, listen. Because you know, and, and the sad part about it is that we have to do these things now. There was a time when we felt safe, and that was what our problem was. We felt safe with some of these presidents that looked like they were pretty intelligent, and they act like they they knew what they were doing. And so we were asleep while they were making up all these different laws in the background. And now here we are. Sad to say, we got. We, and I'm gonna say this. I'm done. God bless. God touch touch Donald Trump. Jesus touch him. Because that his first order of business was to undo everything that was done prior to him, and especially if it had uh, uh, President Obama's name on it, he tried to undo stuff. Which part of that was undoing that whole thing that would have have helped us uh, with this pandemic? They were we were working on this kind of stuff. He fired all of them. Yeah, you're gonna pay me. Yeah, you're going yeah, to get some money. He had no choice in the matter. He had to do something. He, he didn't know what to do. And Lord knows the advisors, they weren't the best at all. But now look what they're doing now. Some of them same folks are saying, I'll testify against them because uh, we need uh, 11,000 votes, at least one over, and we need to do that. I'm, I, I'm hearing this over and over and over again and seeing his mugshot that he's making money off of. Come on, people. Let's wake up. And let's really, really get before God for real 
and find out, Lord, what am I supposed to do? What is my portion in this? And maybe part of that is teaching folks to be a little bit better at um, at, at gardening. God bless. <laughs> All right, who's next? I got this statement to say. Before pandemic, I was considered a middle class person. After pandemic, before Biden even got in office, I was losing a, a, a battle. Now I'm not considered middle class no more. I'm considered poor. Mm-hmm. This is crazy. That's why I asked that question. Because I want to be able to leave my grandkids at least a hundred dollars or a hundred pieces of gold or something. This is crazy. And here we are talking about a man, a man, two men who control our economies, Jeffing much, whatever. What <laughs> Jeff running for office says anything? Santos or whatever his name is down in Florida, the government governor <laughs> went to the memorial service and the people booed him. Told him they didn't told him they didn't even want him there. Why you here? We don't want you here. This is sad. This is sad. And you're right, Pastor Charles. We don't read our Bible. We don't pray morning, noon, night, in the middle of the night. Lord woke me up and I just sat up and said, okay, what do you need? I had to sit up because I know if I lay there, I'll go back to sleep. So I had to sit up and look crazy because I know he wanted me to get up and pray for something or just pray. So we got to be better and do better. I'm going to say I want to be better and do better. Because I'm telling y'all the truth. I'm nervous. I ain't scared and I ain't afraid. I'm just nervous because things don't look good. They don't. I'm <laughs> the oldest one in this room. And I have seen a lot and been through a lot. I'm I'm so, I'm yeah. trying to figure out what is the offense like. What are people really offended by concerning Trump? Besides his antics, I don't besides what? Hello, well, hello, Pat. Hello, Pat. Hello, Pat. And there's a cue. Hello, hello. There's a cue. Mama Lynn, finish that statement real quick. Finish that statement really, real quickly. See, Chase, you see one side of Trump that I don't see. I'm in my 60s, so I knew Trump when he was little coming up. So I know his history, and I know his background background against people of my color, him and his dad. Do you see the business side, and you understand the business side, who this man done filed bankruptcy in and know how to play that like a game, like a monopoly game, and he got it down pat. I don't understand that part of it. I understand and understand the racial part of it. I understand it divide and, and that's... that that is with us right now. See, my daughter-in-law's father is a starch Trump fan until the second time around 
And he sat there and he looked at us. He was so broken that he said he could not vote for this man again. This man made millions when Trump was in office. But that second time around, he just looked, he looked, just looked so broken that he couldn't vote for this man. And we said, okay. But he couldn't vote for Biden either. And we said, okay. See, I don't vote just straight Democrat, and I don't vote just straight Republican. But, but, but are you a Democrat? Are, are, do you vote? I, I don't. I vote for who I feel is the best person to put in office. And, oh, I study you before I put you in office. I'm going to find out everything I can about you, who your grandmama was, who your grandfather was. I'm going <laughs> to check out your history and your record. That's the type of person you see. I grew up in. I grew up in that area where I watched my mother and them fight for our right to vote. And I understood it. And I understand what it means. I understand you don't just put anybody in office. And I understand this starts from the ground up in your city first. So, yeah. That's the way it is. So, you asked me, did I vote for Biden? I didn't vote for Trump the first time. I voted for Hillary. I'm going to tell you the truth. I voted for Hillary. All right. So, any way it goes, that's the way it is. All right, Mama Lynn. I got you. Listen, everybody had their own opinion. I definitely understand. I definitely understand. Like I said, yeah, with me... I'm like John Yeah, I'm gonna vote for Kanye. <laughs> I'm gonna vote for Kanye, dog. <laughs> but no, y'all don't want y'all don't want no profit. Y'all don't want uh-uh, no profit. Uh-uh, 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 I'm trying to tell uh-uh. y'all. Uh-uh. I'm trying to tell y'all. Uh-uh. I'll get in queue. Get in queue. Listen, uh-uh. listen, listen. Get in queue. Get in queue. Oh, now I got it. Okay, let me get in the queue. You know, the man of God got a queue. We don't want to upset the people. Uh, <laughs> mm. All right. Prophet, so shut up. Because why you do that? <laughs> so next, we got Dr. Pat. We got Will, and then we got J.J. So, Dr. Pat, I'm throwing it over to you, sir. Well, look here. Um... I just got a few minutes and I'm probably about to say something that may shock y'all based on how I normally come across in this room and on this app. No, you ain't. But I just got to, I, I, I just, oh, I, I, I just, I just got to say the truth. Tell them the any, truth, uncle. Tell them the truth. Aunt. Any, any black person that's stupid enough to, to vote for Trump is a slave. Wait. <laughs> Let, and, hold and, on, hold on, hold on, Pat. Hold what on, you just hold said? No, 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 no. I, I told you, I warned you. What and, you just said? What? Any, any black person that's dumb enough to vote for Trump or wear a shirt that says <laughs> "niggas for Trump" is a slave. Period. <laughs> and, and and let me and let me tell you why. Any person that could do that, even even with the white folks that that do it, in particular poor white folks, anybody that makes under two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year that can even cap for Trump, you're a slave. Because here's the truth. When you understand how he aligned paramilitary, ex-Klansmen and all these different groups 
that have a history of supporting racial balance and control and you don't know that, you're a slave. Period. And I encourage you because I'm 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 a very I'm a very learned and calculated not only theologian but scholar. I just was sitting here, I was just I just got done finishing a documentary on the history of the slave and white white rage and white violence. It's nothing to play with. It is nothing to play with. And here's the thing that I think that most times we, we don't understand and we don't know because we've allowed media, uh, we, we, and even with social media, we don't even know and understand the power of media, the power of what shapes thought, what shapes actions from small and great, from rich to poor. Come on now. This whole thing that we saw, if you could convince some poor broke white dudes to storm the Capitol trying to say they protecting the election when it clearly <laughs> the election was society. But you can get them fools to do that, you're a slave. And that's and that's a whole nother spirit. I, I can't help you if you think that uh, the Justice Department and Fonnie Willis and all the different prosecutors that are basically upholding the law is weaponizing the, uh, the court system when the truth of the matter is when it's weaponized on reverse, when like the FBI could use Contel Pro to bring down leaders. In fact, you, you uh, and, and this will be near and dear to your heart, uh, Prophet, because you, you you grew up in Birmingham. You know the uh, the, the 16th Street um, uh, bombing that happened in 1963. Yeah, the little girl. Right. Do you not know that the FBI already knew what four dudes had already did it, and J. Edgar Hoover refused to uh, actually uh, prosecute them? Did you know that? These are the kind of things that Trump now is the drum major. For. But you can't. You, I don't know. No, you, you're not going to do that, sir. You're not going to. It's do a cue. It's a cue. You're not going to do that because again, if if you are a, a Trump supporter, then I, I'm definitely talking to you because you're a slave. Period. Pastor Patton. No, 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 no. I told you what I was going to say. They I also you, said that. Niggas that work in the NBA and the NFL, no, too. No, 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 no. Listen to me. What, what? At least the black folks that, that, because at least those kind of people are not sitting here touting or defending a guy that is a staunch supporter and enabler of racist and anarchy. How there is no that's that's indefensible. You cannot defend that. And if anybody aligns with that, you are you are you are ignorant willfully. And you're a slave. And you don't have to be black to be a slave in America. Because poor white folk, poor uh, uh, whatever folk that decide to defend this man, or even even that's coming out of the pulpits, the Jensen Franklins and the Southern Baptists and all these different people, they're slaves. And they're enablers to a, a guy that is literally should be convicted for being a domestic terrorist. Because that's exactly what he is. And, and 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 we gotta we gotta take the kids' gloves off, and we gotta start telling the truth. This is not about who you vote for or don't vote for. This is about a power structure that continuously has always led uh, a nation or a, 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 a you know a constituency of people to believe in the illusion of what we believe have been taught that America is, and it's actually not. And it's unraveling before our eyes, and we still got idiots and even spiritual leaders that are willing to, to, to uh, attach their names and their reputations to this. And again, it's nothing new. It's been going on the last 150 years. Do some research before you sit here and beat a drum for a dude, an orange dude, they don't care nothing about you. 
that put an ad in the paper about the Little Rock, not the Little Rock, I'm sorry, about the um, about those four young men that was convicted or falsely accused for murdering a, a white jogger, female jogger, and then when uh, he got off and they asked him, did he apologize? He didn't even apologize. And now the same guy is asking the justice system to let him uh, go scot-free from all the crimes that he has uh, created, uh, uh, you know, uh, you know, committed. And it goes back, and I say this in closing, it goes back to what uh, the justice systems has always done. Small and great. When the Klan was killing folks left and right, nobody was getting uh, convicted. When white groups was killing folks for trying to vote this and the third, nobody was getting convicted. So understand what you're defending. That's what you're defending. And if you don't think so, it's a sad day. It's a sad day. If you can defend something like that or say that Trump is some patron saint of righteousness when he is not. And the facts prove that. And if you ignore that, again, you are a willful, ignorant slave. That's what you are. Period. Goodbye. Well, Pat, and that's kind of rude, but I'm throwing it over to Will because I see Will next in the queue. Will, it's on you. Well. Good morning, everybody. I'll first say it's been a pleasure to kind of listen in on, on this uh, Clubhouse call. Thank every... you for finally coming up. I it's know, I know. You all have been my comedy, my motivation, my inspiration for probably two months now. And it's just wonderful dialogue. But I had to jump in today. So I guess I'm officially no longer a Clubhouse virgin. So uh, I will say um, it's been very interesting. But, you know, Chase really sparked something in me to just kind of speak up because I, I share a lot of the sentiments. Um, that he expressed, and I know uh, Dr. Patton has a, a different view, but I'll say that, you know, Trump the man of today is not the Trump that I grew up knowing, and I'm not quite a millennial. I'm probably right on the, on the cusp there. Um, but what I knew of Trump growing up was, you know, this great businessman, this great real estate entrepreneur. I really modeled my business acumen after Trump, and I think, um, you know, was able to be quite successful in that modeling. So, you know, what I took from him at that time is something completely different than what I get from Trump today. Trump is not even the man today that he used to be. We have to remember that Trump was even once a Democrat. He fully supported Hillary Clinton. Trump really, you know, pandered to, he really pandered to the group that accepted him. And that's all he's doing. He's playing it up. Now, whether underneath or not, maybe he is a racist, whatever, whatever. I don't know. But again, I won't go so far as to say I support him because I think socially he has definitely set us back a million years. But again, he's pandering to that demographic that supports him. Um, I will say, though, being someone who um, has voted on both sides of, of the party lines, I vote Republican and Democratic. I'm an independent. Um, I think every time I vote Democrat, um, I vote against my interests uh, according to my financial pursuits. But at the end of the day, I have to stand on the side of what's right socially. It means more to me to stand on the right side of socialism than it does to stand on the right side of my financial prosperity, because I feel like, you know, what's going to come to me is what's going to come. Um, and I, I just feel like, you know, we get we get thrown off by Trump and all of his antics. Uh, but if you do look at it from a, from an economic perspective, it's no doubt that, you know, he, he had a much better agenda and policy. I mean, I think that Biden um, did a lot in the short term to make everything packaged and look great for our people. But I think it put us in a position of, you know, it was really a welfare state. It has been uh, since all of the entitlements that have gone out and we're fighting every day. I mean, the economy right now is evidence of all of the entitlements that have been given to our people. Um, I put it in the chat a little while ago. I think that under Trump's you know, policies, 
we were really encouraged and motivated to start businesses. You know, wealth was generated. Uh, under Biden, it led to kind of this short-term kind of uh, dependency, so to speak. And when, when the entitlements ran out, you know, you have people reeling. So it's, it's a lot to really consider. Um, and, and to call blacks who support Trump, even though I'm not a Trump supporter, um, to call them slaves, I think, is unfair and unjust. Because you have to realize that, that blacks are not a monolith. We don't all have the same economic um, background. We don't all have the same social background. And we are uh, um, a varied people, just like anybody. So if people support Trump or Republicans or whatever it is, I don't think they should be chastised for that. Because at the end of the day, people need to support who is going to be in their best interest, uh, people who are going to do whatever it is to help them promote their agenda. And, uh, you know, it's, it's like dealing with the devil you know versus the devil you don't know. We know what Trump is. We don't know what all these other people are. And so you might be supporting somebody who's a Democrat and is a staunch racist. I've even heard things that, that uh, Biden has said in the past. So you really cannot make those statements and generalize it across a whole group of people who support any particular candidate. So that's my take. And again, thank you all. And uh, I know Monty's waiting to speak, so I'm going to turn it back over. But it's been a pleasure to just jump in here this morning. Thank you so much, Will, man. I appreciate you. I really, really do. Because I tell people, I sit with so many different people. And hearing the different perspectives on how people think is really evolutionary and developmental for me, how I even think and develop my theology and thought process. Because, you know, this is so powerful for us as young individuals. Well, for me as a young individual, you know what I'm saying? I'm 30, most of y'all older than me. But with that being said, I also want to throw it over to John Ye, because I think John Ye, what, maybe five years younger than me? She and Gen Z. You know what I'm saying? She ain't even a millennial. So, Gen Z, I mean, yeah. John Ye, how you feeling about this thing right now? <clears throat> my, 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 I'm a Here we go. Good morning. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much um, for allowing me to be in the queue, Prophet. I am humbly honored. However, <clears throat> I'm voting for Kanye West. I'm not even trying to be funny. <laughs> if I powerful. See Kanye West this on the back. If I, oh, hold on, because I didn't buzz none of y'all. Hold on. <laughs> hold on. Because some of y'all have some very interesting viewpoints. Okay. This is very powerful. <laughs> no. All jokes aside, I am a swing voter. Um, now, I, I don't think that I really voted Republican before, um, but I have always considered both parties because sometimes, you know, I, I do know that the Democrats have a way of you know, gassing us up. And I noticed that a lot of them do pull the race card, but they don't really stand on, you know, what they say they're gonna do. But then I also see where the Republicans don't have my best interest as a human being at hand. Um, and I value myself much more as a human than I do as an entrepreneur that just wants a bunch of money. Um, and I also have friends who are conservatives. I have friends who are independent. I have friends who don't believe in voting at all. Um, and so one thing I do know um, is that really my concern has never really been the presidential um, you know, election. I really focus more of Woo! my concern on my local government, the people who are running the school I have to go to. That part. The people who are running, you know, how how I can maneuver, like how I can maneuver in my everyday today life. And I think if people focus more on 
there are local government and councilmen and councilwomen, and even down to who's over the board of education and everything in their area, then maybe people will see the change that they would like to see. But some people just be, you know, go straight to expecting the president to do everything, but there's a whole system um, that's in the government that people don't know about. So I just wonder, like, do people take those things into account? And when it comes to councilmen and councilwomen, I personally really don't look at red, blue, black, or green. I'm looking at your credentials. What have you done? I'm tired of seeing people in governmental seats who have no education. They barely pass college with a C average. We just letting all anybody, you know, rule and reign over where we really live. Like, I, Chris Christie has been the worst governor I've ever met in life. But because he was Chris Christie and he was a white man, not trying to be funny, everybody came up against Cory Booker. But Cory Booker was really doing the work in the community. If you go, if you know anything about North, you know that Cory Booker was really the one putting in the work, jogging in the community, asking people, you know, how they're how they're experiencing life. I lived in East Orange. Ted Green was another. Uh, it was the governor of East Orange. He was a mess too. I, he knocked on doors but didn't do anything that the people were asking. So that's why it matters who you put in your local government. Know these people, like know who they are. In the presidential election, to be honest, we learned between Trump and Hillary, it's not really what we say. It don't matter what the popular vote is. Whatever they decide is going to be, that's what it's going to be. But you get to choose your local government. So that's my take on it. <clears throat> But if I do see Kanye on there, though, Kanye getting my vote or I'm writing Jesus Christ and Nazareth on the bottom. So y'all uh, <laughs> already know how I'm giving when, it up. When Hillary was running and uh, Donald Trump was running, that's exactly what I did. I wrote God. I wrote it, God. Sorry. I'm sorry, but not sorry. God, that's what I'm voting for. I'm voting for the Lord. I'm working for Jesus. Because the Bible tells me to submit to whoever in authority. So regardless of who I vote for, guess what? The Bible calls me to just go ahead and submit to him. So yeah, I'm just going to shut up. See, Prophet, I read the African-American vernacular. I don't submit to who's in power. I profit off of who's in power. I don't care who's in power. There we go, Michael. Come on now. I'm just, just going to be honest with you now. Now, I vote I vote my theology, right? It just is what it is. Show me who you vote for, and I'll tell you your theology. It just is what it is. Um, but that doesn't mean, uh, Dr. Patton, that does not mean that I'm not going to benefit from whoever's in office. And all I know, all I know, though I disagree with him vehemently, on some social issues, though I disagree with this man on um, some foreign policy things, that that white man didn't know what he was doing, and I made so much money because of his ignorance. And, and Dr. Patton, I firmly believe that when Scripture says, your enemies shall be thy footstools, Donald Trump was definitely my footstool. And I'll take that footstool again any day to get me back in the position I was. In 2020. You said God gonna make my his My enemies, my footstools. Let's be clear. You were talking about the government giving you money. Michael's talking about profiting off of the moves the government makes. Those are two very different situations. Listen, listen. 
I didn't. Because I'm gonna tell you, I've said it a thousand times. I say it in my barbershop all the time. The only economy I care about is mine. Yeah. That's selfish. And I can make that's money selfish. in any see, condition. Please see, don't see that Anthony, and that's the that's Anthony. That's and, and Anthony. That's the thing that people. Ooh, that's the thing please. that people don't want to focus on. Is that? Listen, I didn't get me. I didn't get me. What are they? Um, I didn't get that free money. Y'all, y'all are welcome. Y'all are welcome. If you no, got some no, free money, y'all, y'all, y'all are welcome. And so, yeah, so I didn't get a stimulus check. I didn't do anything. But don't you know that every time that white man said something ignorant and the markets did something, I said, Oop. every, every time he tried to deregulate something, hey, I was hey, right hey, you, in. You, you. See, you, you, you're talking about them investments. See, the, the, the saints of God, they got to learn how to go get it out there in these currency markets. They oh, got they to don't learn know about that. that. They don't know about they that. They got to learn that. And see, see that's see, what you that's what you speaking of, that. man. So, so individuals that are learning, because see, information is currency, right? Information is currency. So when you know better, you do better. And what you know, you go out there and get it, and you let it, you let it work for you. Because see, I sleep and wake up the money. That's Come like on, you hear me? You, you hear me? Saying? So, so when you start talking about the inflations of because they make statements in the morning and 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 your money going up, glory to God, in a matter of seconds, glory to God, and you take out what you need to take out, and then you reinvest what you need to reinvest, that's because you understand the market's currency. You understand what's happening in the flow of the earth. But the individuals, uh, you know, they just waiting on them to cut up. Listen, fifteen hundred dollar check, glory to God, that I'm, ain't gonna do nothing but but disappear in two minutes because they're going to, you know. The, I'm not the I'm not a marketplace prophet, but I'm definitely in the marketplace. Um, <laughs> I firmly <laughs> believe. What, what's that you they say? Me both places. Yeah, both what, for me. What, what they say in Deuteronomy? Remember, remember the Lord your God, um, who gives you your wealth. I don't care who's in it. I'm be honest with you. Like I said, I I socially believe in some things. I socially like I'm socially a conservative and I don't think people pick up on that. Like I am I'm socially a conservative. Um I would vote We we knew would, that Michael. Oh yeah, no, yeah, it's no all conservatives have a particular voice of tone. You carry the conservative tone. Oh yeah, no. Yeah, we know. Oh, I, I, no, I definitely am. Um but within that as well, um there are still some social issues that um that I stand by. There's some international foreign foreign relations standpoints that I stand by. Um, and even being a conservative, I wouldn't vote for many in the Republican Party today. Um, I wouldn't vote for many in the Republican Party today because of what the makeup of conservatism has become. But that doesn't mean and, and, and hear me, saints of God, I, I truly mean this, whether you support Trump, whether you support Biden. It really doesn't matter. Um, what what I would encourage everyone is to position yourself to benefit, regardless of who is in power. Um, position yourself financially to where if, if if Donald Trump gets elected, you know what the markets are going to do. So do it. If Joe Biden gets elected, you know he's not going to make it through his second term. Prepare for that. Why would um, you say that, <laughs> Michael? You see what you see what the presidency did to Obama. <laughs> Biden looked that way when he got there. I'm just you know, I'm just saying that 
um, that that politics aside, I like, like I said, I firmly believe. Tell me your tell me your tell me your politic, and I'll tell you your theology. Um, but within that as well, um, even if even if you can benefit from someone who doesn't match your theology, I would just encourage everyone to do so, whether you're a Trump supporter or not. But we as Black Americans, we we do not do a good enough job of divorcing ourselves from political um, from political names, right? Are we Democrat? Are we Republican? Are we Libertarians? Are we progressives? Are we conservatives? I don't care about any of that. I am Michael, a man of God who believes in the things God believes in. But rest assured that Michael is Michael's going to take advantage of regardless of who's in office. And I would just encourage everybody to to think that same way. God bless you. Now I can I can roll with that. Michael said, I'm gonna get this money regardless. But but here's what I can't roll with is that when we defend lawlessness or we don't understand the fullness of what this Dr. dude is. We've been defending lawlessness in the black community started. If Pookie kill Rayway, we're gonna defend it. No, 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 no. Here's, here's what I'm saying. And everything that Michael said, with the, I would tweak that from a space of, at least from my view, because conservatism has never been righteous, and it's, it has always been purposeful to ensure that it was a divide, and we weren't always in that divide. And if we made it to that divide, because trust me, as he said, free black folks, even in slavery, there's always been black folks that had money. That ain't nothing new. The problem is that when we don't understand the actual racial hierarchy and try to act like it don't exist. Kind of like with Larry Elder going on uh, the Breakfast Club, sound like a complete idiot. Acting as though racism don't exist and the problem with black folks only is the fact that we've had a breakdown in the family. That's that, if that's that's classic racist rhetoric that has always been sold from a space of uh, Republican and, and so-called conservative ideology conservatism from a space of being it's one thing to say i'm fiscally astute or i'm i'm conservative with my money but when you talk about being conservative from this tag of what it actually represents over these last 150 years conservatism has always been about making sure that you protect the old guard and that uh not only black folks stay out of it but common uh people in general stay out of it so when you understand it from that perspective the richest one percent has always made uh, the working class is lapdog. And if you don't if you don't acknowledge that, if you're afraid to dig into that and lean into that, then that's fine. But j- just again, stay asleep and stay a slave. It's okay. So do you support okay. socialism? No, no, no. Sorry. Let me make sure you understand what I'm saying. Because see that that's the dog whistle. Socialism, communism, not righteousness, not what's doing what's uh, what what it should be right for communities from a space of how economies Entire, uh, let's just do it this way, entire black economies that were being built in the South after Reconstruction that was destroyed. And even to this day, as we see gentrification, not just in our communities, but all over the country, but mainly it hurts us the worst. It's the same playbook, sir. So we, so I'm not one of those dudes that you can talk about socialism with and communism with, because I know those things are always buzzwords for how white supremacy actually continues to keep people divided. If you go to Appalachia and look at all those broke white folks that's on uh, on social services that we never talk about when they when it was when it was time to reform welfare, they went and found a black woman and that's how they got it passed. Not and, and, and ignoring the fact 
that the, most people still to this day, the more people that is on social services are white folks. That's documentally accurate and prove we can prove that. So what I'm saying is when you talk about economic opportunity, fiscal conservatism, this country, whether it's a Democrat in office or a Republican in office, is not about that life. They're going to print money. They're going to do what they do because it's designed to ensure that the working class folk are the ones that pay for it. That's why inflation is doing what it's doing. And what Brother Michael has said, I couldn't see what the, who, who else was speaking. It's talking about seeing their money grow. That's what it's got to be about. We, we uh, Somebody said it earlier, and I'll be quiet after this. Somebody said, we're not reading our Bibles. Well, here's the truth. Not only we're not reading our Bibles, but the preacher's not reading their Bibles, and the preachers ain't preaching their Bible. They're only preaching stuff that you want to hear, that makes you shout, that makes you sow a seed, whatever that is. Instead of teaching you how the stock market works, uh, teaching you how life insurance works, teaching you how real estate works, all those kind of things. The church getting theirs, but the folks that's putting the money in the pot ain't getting theirs. So when we start really expanding this conversation for real and start looking at what the Bible says and start looking at what actually is happening in the world, again, you can't defend either side. You can't uh, try to align yourself with uh, with either ideology, because the truth of the matter is, unless you understand how this thing works, as Brother Michael basically was just saying, and start tailoring your lifestyle and start tailoring your life and your the, the resources that you have toward how the system actually works, doesn't matter who you vote for, because this thing is going to go up and down. And the powers that be that control this, that are few about the Antichrist, by the way, will make sure that they pull your chain and make you cheer for a dude that destroys uh, people by peace and destroys people by, oh, he's a businessman. But a lot of the businesses that he's had has failed. A lot of the stuff that he's done in the business world has failed for a reason. And they've allowed but, him to but get- But it's support. about policies. No, 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 That's no, no. It. It's not about the, see, the, the, but the policies actually benefit those, again, that are at a certain income level. Oh, okay, it doesn't, but- it, it, Hold on, it, it didn't benefit small business people. It did not uh, benefit working class people. It did not benefit those people that basically have been trying to, uh, you know, uh, make a, a, some semblance of, of some type of life in, in this country. So we have to stop basically praising something that did not happen. It may have been good for certain people that are financially and fiscally astute and already had money. That's different. But when we talk about the masses of people, when we talk about the people or the least of people, you know, the, th the people that Jesus actually cared about, when we start talking about it from that perspective, if you really then tout that kind of foolishness, as Brother Michael said, it tells me about your theology. And, and not only, and I don't really necessarily care about your theology because this ain't about theology. This is about uh, understanding how the system works, how money works, how power works. And many of us really don't. That's why we defend a guy like Trump. That's why we defend or even worship even what the Democrats or or, or so-called liberal leaders try to do because all they're going to do is dangle a carrot and not ever fulfill the promise. So when you understand that, then it, make, it will make me behoove me to think as a leader, as a pastor, is to begin to teach people to circle those wagons and to teach them how the system actually works. And that's what's not happening. And that's why we uh, have uh, slaves talking about uh, blacks and niggas for Trump. Well, I mean, are you kidding me? It's stupid. I'm sorry. It's, it's, it's no other way to describe it than stupidity and willful ignorance because you think you can get on the gravy train, especially <laughs> if you don't if you don't even make the but, money. But, you, you know, you know, crazy. like I said, I'm not defending Trump's personal antics. I'm not I'm not defending that. I want you to make that clear. My thing is this. You don't have to see uh, uh, blacks for Biden. Why? What did Biden say? 
if you're voting for Trump, then you're not black. It's almost like an automatic that as black people, we have to support Biden. So or you don't have Democrat, to have or, or support Democrats in general. I mean, that's I think that's kind of a given that blacks yeah, it, support that's, Democrats that's, in droves. And, and Dr. Pat, I wanted to say, you know, you talked about you know wealth creation and, and isn't wealth creation a mindset though? So naturally, the policies that Trump had in place, of course, they benefit those who are, are wealthy. But you have to realize at some point that most wealthy people didn't start off wealthy. So everybody started. From the lower echelons of of uh, not not necessarily poverty, but but they weren't from extreme financial wealth. And so, what you do with that information is you take it wherever you are on the spectrum, and you say, "How can I flip this to work for me? How can I get in the position to be?" Um, and that's that's how you look at it. So again, I think that you know you have your stance and you're very strong in it. But I I, I think it's ill advisement for everybody to hold that stance when. You know, at some point you have to, as a people, take some responsibility. Of course, there's, there's, uh, you know, systematic racism threaded throughout everything among our existence today. But at some point, we as individuals and collectively as a people have to rise above it. We have to stick together. We have to do things. But we're so focused on attaining for the individual than we are for the people. And that's why everybody around us seems to come up. And then we have one or two of us here and there that come up. We have to do it as a people. And I think that if we continue to embrace the mindset that you're pushing, it's going to always keep us down. Because what you're saying is, that's not for us, y'all. That's not for us. Let's stick over here to what we know and what's good for us. Let's not pay attention to what they're doing. This is for us. This is our lane. And I think that's just the wrong message to send to people. I can agree. I can agree right there, dog. I'm over here eating because y'all know once y'all get to talking, I get to eating. And this is I got, I, I got a question. Because y'all mentioned like socialism and stuff and this, that, and the other. Wasn't yeah. the church built off of socialism in Acts? Didn't everybody bring all this stuff? In? <laughs> Let's do it. I, I'm just curious. We always answer that, but isn't that what they all did in Acts? You don't have to go to Acts. Come out. I'm on Back to Leviticus. Ain't it in Leviticus? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not talking. So I'm just curious. I mean, they, aren't them the ones that be about the Bible beating and and this and that? Like, I mean, and here's the other reality that folks don't want to talk about, Jy. Uh, corporate welfare, corporate socialism is big business in this country. All yep. the industries that get artificially propped up by the government every year. But nobody complains about that. Part of my problem with that political system is that each side talks about what the other side does while still doing the very thing they're complaining about. And it's frustrating, which is why this conversation, from my perspective, as we start tagging individual it's Oh, I got a phone call. I just always just wondered that because I remember, I, I mean, especially when it was time for election season and, you know, Trump was up and all these evangelical people come out and support behind him. And, you know, they're trying to take our wealth and trying to take this, talking about whatever this, that, and the other. But when you speak about things that we preach out in the Bible, uh, it's like, it's like you're darned if you do, you're darned if you don't in this thing. And no one really wants to just 
you know, talk about that part. But that was all I was saying. Um, I mean, Paula White was trying to summon African angels for our help. I mean, hey, I don't know how much social you get with that. Y'all need to stop. <laughs> need to stop. Pastor Anthony got a call, but did anybody else want to jump in while I wait on him? Because I definitely wanted him to finish what he was saying. I'm going to just tell you this, though. It's a lot of other things. No one's going to be perfect. Because I, I I hate to say this. Our our darling, uh, wonderful person that we love, uh, 45 of Obama, had some issues himself. I wish Carlos was off the phone because he would name every single thing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was definitely not perfect in a lot of a lot of areas. Um, but there's like we're never going to find a perfect quote unquote president. You need to start voting for these senators. Like that's what you need to be voting for your house and your senators. Um, because good old Mitch who had a malfunction the other day, it's time for him to bounce out of there. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, we, we gotta, we, we gotta just really look at all of them. Don't just show up every four years. Oh, vote for your city people. Vote for everybody. It's like so many different things because, like uh, Pastor Charles mentioned in Texas, um, a lot it, it's it's impossible to get on Medicaid down here. I'm letting you know right now. Your kids can get on it, um, but you have to literally have some kind of crazy disability and make no money at all before you get on there, unless it's just because of your color or something. I don't know. But a lot of the a lot of the assistance and stuff down here is just super difficult. There's a I know I didn't do that. Do you want me to? No, you put it in there first, then I put the cheese out. Put the eggs in there first. Um so yeah, I think it's just that that entail you gotta vote for everything. Like cheese in my grits, man of God. Uh, I'm making grits, but I ain't putting cheese in it. My wife makes amazing cheese grits, but I'm uh we sugaring over here this morning. Hallelujah. No, no, no. You don't get a chance to talk anymore putting sugar in your grits. You, you got to put your mic on mute. You know? <laughs> I'm, this I'm no, this I'm from no, Ohio. This ain't no cream of wheat. This ain't no cream of wheat. <laughs> and I'm not defending, like, I don't want anybody to think I'm, I'm defending no idolized Trump. I'm not. I'm just I'm just saying. Um, does anybody recall what he did for Israel? No, I didn't hear about that. Yeah, I, I didn't, oh, yeah. Um, President Trump? Yes. Yes, what did he do? Deal. He, me, take, he, he, do? he changed the um, he changed uh, the place of I guess Israel's um, Jerusalem. Capital, sort Jeru of like he helped to do that to, to, to yeah to Jerusalem and, instead and of being Bible somewhere prophecy. else. Or, yeah, but he moved he moved our um, our uh, what is that thing called where we where we go to embassy um, the embassy the embassy yes he moved our embassy yeah to Jerusalem. So I'm, I'm yeah. It, and, 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 a, and my thing is deal. this, like I said, even um, Nebuchadnezzar or Pharaoh, they weren't, I'm not saying that Trump is not a man of God, but even Pharaoh was used to preserve the children of Israel. Nobody, like jo Joseph didn't follow his uh, 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 policies or, 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 or follow his ways or follow his gods. However, he was used in such a mighty way to preserve life. So my thing is this, like, like to, the, to the doctor, 
it's not so much as I understand character plays a, a, an important role. Like I, I want a, a noble uh, man in office, but what I'm saying is, it's the way he's being used still in that position. That's that's my main thing about that. Oh yes, the man of God was used for the saints, for the saints of God. God used him. Yes, he did. Hallelujah. But the saints have to take advantage of it, right? Have to Come take on, advantage. Sir. Have to take advantage of the favor that God has released through through whomever. You know, it doesn't matter who's in seat. Um, if God's gonna have favor for the saints of God, He's gonna provide way. But we can't be uh, loose with the ways that God has made. We, uh, we have to take advantage, full advantage of what God has done. And uh, yeah. So, that's, yeah, that's great. Hallelujah. But, you know, I want to talk about that that part that right here, this little wonderful app here, how the saints of God just always was about that dollar in that season. I'm sorry. Let me shut up. Oh, man. Proper question. <laughs> now I'm back to their jobs, I guess. Listen. That's and that's the Ooh, problem right there. They came is up. That, they, is that, I'm sorry, Pastor Charles. They came listen, up on this app. Lord have mercy. And then they left the they did. and dry. Good. Got them. Started churches in that time. What you say, Pastor Charles? Hold on, I'm ordering Chick-fil-A. Hold on. <laughs> well, we know what your breakfast is this morning. Extra, extra Polynesian sauce, please. Extra Polynesian sauce. <laughs> I just want a tea. Just bring me a sweet tea. I don't care. No one say Chick Fil A sausage, egg and cheese biscuits. Probably one of the best ones that's ever made. No, sir. You got to get the chicken the and egg biscuit. That's what you got to get. That's just weird. Like no, the chicken it's not. The it tastes amazing. Have you tried it? It's like eating the, uh, the you're killing the, the the mother and the the, the, but, the baby. But have you tried it? <laughs> you eating the mama and the baby? I'm weak. <laughs> but, but but have you tried it? I tried it and <laughs> it's all right. Yeah. Uh -huh, uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> no, <This is laughs> look what I was gonna say is uh. Y'all still there? We're good. What I was gonna say. We you, we got you. What I was gonna. Okay. What I was gonna say is, yeah. Thank the Lord. Uh, Chick Fil A is ordered, and I got it just in time. My breakfast just in time. Anyway, uh, what I was gonna say. The biggest piece of this to me is this. As it was just said, God can. If God can use a donkey to give a word and to set something straight, He can use whomever He wants to. Now, I would love and preference that the person be shiny and looking good on the outside, but I surely would rather have it so that God is in control of all of it and he makes sure that his people shine at the very end. Yes, I believe he will use a Nebuchadnezzar, a crazy man that even had to go in uh, in the field for a little while and uh, he, was like a, he was like an animal. And he had to come back and say, God is God. And I think that's the problem with most of us who are, who are saved at all. We see and we hear these statements that sound like that someone who ha who has uh, a uh, an issue with uh, knowing who they are in under God, and I think that's the issue. So I think we'll be all right, though. I promise you. 
if we do this thing the right way, we'll we'll see his hand in this. God is working, and he's soon to come. I'm going to go ahead and go on mute now. Pastor Anthony, back. Go for it, Pastor Anthony. Oh, wait, what was I saying? I forgot, Lord. <laughs> got pulled into a business call real quick. What was I talking about? If you don't like the police, you can call a crackhead. Yeah, that's what you like. That's it. Wait, what? That's <laughs> <laughs> all. Hey, that man in Texas did have a commercial. He said, you need the police. Y'all oh, trying to defund shoot. the police. <laughs> that's hilarious. He's in Louisiana. Uh, but to that end, though, I will say this. If you're waiting on the police, you 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 setting yourself up for failure. I'll tell you that. Because in the whole racket communities, they respond awfully slowly. So you better be able to handle your own business. Anyway. I guarantee a crackhead will get that before the police sometimes. I wouldn't argue that. that that's probably a crackhead would be there before the police with one flip flop, no shoe on the other <laughs> foot, uh, uh, a refrigerator tied to him's back, with a bunch of tools that can help you get out of the inside the refrigerator. That's what crackheads. <laughs> they better movers than the uh, paid movers that you would get from the moving You know, I ain't worried about none of y'all. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna gonna see the uh, the equalizer on Thursday. That's what I'm gonna do. Look at God. Praise God, Pastor Charles. Listen, I missed that. I missed that. I missed that. Look, y'all. I don't know what Pastor Anthony was talking about either. I forgot myself, and I definitely wanted him to come back. But y'all know it's 11:30. It's time for us to wrap up anyway. And this has been a powerful, powerful conversation. And I thank God for the evolution of it. Even though some of y'all was late, y'all made it in here, and the conversation kept on rolling. And it was definitely, definitely needed, and it was decent. And I'm glad. Shout out to Chase and Will for coming in, man. Y'all welcome back anytime because any person that's able to get up here, be bold, and express their opinions, their thought, you know what I'm saying, be transparent and stand. Ten toes down, you know what I'm saying? On how they feel is cool with me. You know what I'm saying? So I appreciate you guys for coming in for offering y'all opinion. Pastor Charles, uh, if you PTR, that's my new dog. Y'all know I gave that dog away, you know what I'm saying? Because uh, dude finally came and got his dog. But when he finally came and got his dog, you know what I'm saying? I had dog fever. I was still, you know, I was like, let me go ahead and just get me a dog. So the truth is, I ended up going and getting me a dog. I got a dog now. They just brought my dog over today. So that's my little baby. I don't know what I'm going to name her, but don't hey. Don't you complain yeah. not one time. Don't you complain not one time. I'm not Mama Lynn, because that's Cause my I'm baby ride. now. I'm a Roger. And uh, did you check out me and Ebony's gift yet? Oh, I'm still waiting. Thank you. <laughs> Listen, I got you. I got you. <laughs> but no, let's go ahead and get up out of here because this was a powerful conversation. And I thank God for it because, like I say, even though, you know, it was a little late, but the, the conversation progressed and it was very developmental. And I'm glad that we were able to hear from so many different perspectives and opinions, because I think that's the point of these conversations. So we all can grow as one, as believers, as in the kingdom. Like even the scripture of the day says, sometimes it's not about male and female, Jew or Gentile, but it's about us all being one in Christ. You know what I'm saying? Believing in us all coming up, not just sometimes bringing ourselves up, but sometimes being able to reach back and bring other people up. And I tell people all the time, that's my little, you know, my little ability to, you know, bring people together by having productive, impactful, powerful, thought-provoking conversations. So with that being said, go ahead and pull to refresh, PTR, pull to refresh to see what you guys are on the stage. And we're going to go in that order. 
with final remarks and question of the day. Question of the day, I'm gonna leave it to something simple. If you weren't here yesterday, you can give, you know what I'm saying, your weekend rewind as today, as your question of the day, or you can just give us a testimony. What is you thankful for? What has God done in your life? You know what I'm saying? Just give me some type of testimony or whatnot. For me, I'm thankful because God is still blessing me. Even though I was in a car accident literally a week ago, God is still opening doors for me. God is still blessing me with opportunities. Even when I want to give up, I want to quit, I want to devalue myself. Guess what? God... God surrounded me with millionaires. God surrounded me with thought leaders. God surrounded me with people who seen greatness in me and he didn't just allow me to say, oh, well, I'm just a model. Oh, I'm just a baby prophet. No, he allowed me to continue to see value in myself. So that's my testimony that God is continuously blessing me. God is still doing great works in my life. I just signed a real estate contract, you know what I'm saying, which is awesome because I'm going to be a marketing director for a whole real estate firm, which is a blessing, as well as being an event manager, you know what I'm saying, for a little, you know, little local place here in Atlanta. So I'm excited about what God's doing in my life. That's my testimony. That's my final remarks. Like I said, pull to refresh to you guys. I want to know what you was doing with that football when that daggone photo. You supposed to be a wide, look like a wide receiver or something, and that shot you was doing. Which one? The little athletic shoot where you was holding a football. Oh, like, what? Oh, yeah, man. I was, I, yeah, you know, I was a fitness model, dog. You know what I'm saying? I, I played football before. Don't be trying to play me. I know how to hold a football. Out here right? looking like a, a, a skinny beaming, not Willie beaming, skinny beaming. beaming. <laughs> <laughs> hold me to so How you be a fitness model? You so little. Hey, because y'all got that body. God bless me with a body. Thank you in Jesus' name. <laughs> But no, pull the refresh to y'all. All right, we're going to go in that order. Starting with my girl, Ebony. Ebony, it's on you. Do -do -do -do. All right, Ebony, you ain't there. So I'm going to go ahead and toss it over to Mama Lynn. Mama Lynn, final remarks and question of the day. Give me a testimony or, you know, some type of highlight from the week or what you're looking for. Um, highlights of the day. It was excellent. It was fun. I enjoyed it. I I I enjoy good conversation or debate where we can still walk away with something. Yeah. We we all brought something to the table, but we can all walk away with at least a bite of something. So, yes, conversation was good. My goals or my highlights, I got two businesses in mind. I got a lot on my table. So, Prophet, I'm really going to have to find time and call you, um, Christian. I'm going to have to get in touch with you because uh, there's something that we can do together, and I need your help. So, uh, yes, yes, yes. And thank you for our gift profit. And I'm going to leave it right there because I got to act like I'm at work. All right. Love y'all. <laughs> no problem. Thank you so much, Mama Lynn. I appreciate that. This dog playing with my feet. Uh, JY, it's on you, sir. What's up, everybody? Yeah, this is great. Wonderful conversation. Um, if I was a fitness model, um, it would have to have a sandwich involved because I'm so weak. <laughs> I, would be, I would be fitting this sandwich in my mouth. That's what I'll be doing. Uh, anyway, 
my um since I didn't get to tell y'all my highlight, um, I had got booked to do a comedy sh- um set for a sermon on sun um this past um, past Sunday. So, um, I ministered at a church with comedy on um over this past weekend, and it was off the chain. Um, they was in their dead week, and we had a wonderful time. Um, just you know, laughing and, and enjoying ourselves. Um, and then um, the, the the prophet has lost her mind and start doing her thing. It, it was it was a beautiful sight. It's on. Uh, I might have to share the link on um, Facebook. What Deborah? You ain't on Clubhouse no more. Remember, you took a break. Uh, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but it was a great conversation. Um. I don't knock nobody for who they support. That's who they support. That's what they believe. Because true and true and true and um, told people probably knock us for believing in Jesus. So I don't knock nobody for believing what they believe in or what candidate they want to back. I'm perfectly fine. You have your right and you have your reservations of doing so. Um, they all need Jesus uh, flat out, and um, some need him more than others. But um, yeah. So that's my name. That's my my check in or whatever it's called, check out or whatever. Um, uh, <laughs> final remarks, and I'm out. <laughs> awesome, awesome. JY, did you know that Donald Trump has a song out? You know, of course, his his campaign released all that merchandise, right? So apparently, in addition to the merchandise, there's a song that Donald Trump is on go youtube it today it's called first day out donald trump rap song that's all i'm gonna say oh whatever but i know it's a parody it gotta be a parody go listen to it dog yeah bless your life <laughs> prophet christian i'm throwing it over to you sir Do-do-do-do-do. well Grace and peace to God, our Father. Again, it was a good day. Um, I was able to spend a little bit more time with you all today, which was a blessing. I'm grateful for the conversation. I'm glad that God made us each individually and that we are all not the same. Hallelujah. Because this conversation would have been very difficult to have if we all had the same thought and mindset. Um, So this definitely was enlightening. Um, It was a good conversation. Um, to have, and you heard the passions of others, and you were able to, you know, listen, hear, take what's good, and throw out the rest. Amen. And I'm grateful that we are adult enough to have conversation without offense. So that is the most uh, important um, piece of it all. Um, Prophet, I would that we would um, consider um, Blessing Money by Friday um, because of her son needing a certain amount of um, cash to do what he needs to do for his athletics. Um, I'm going to sew, but I, I would say that if each of us could, could donate a $20 um, gift to her son, um, that will be appreciative for us to do from the the room, right, since we're a family, right? Thanks. So um, if we could do that by Friday, I don't really know how we need to do it um, other than her giving us the cash app or whether we all just purchase whatever they're selling, I don't know. But, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm going to sew outside of that, but um, I just thought I'll bring it to the fam, see if anybody else wanted to participate, 
and then allow us to um, all do that as a family to be sure um, that we assist in this young man's dream um, and vision. So that that's all I have um, today. Uh, I thought she was going to come back because I sure, certainly was going to ask her um, openly uh, what's the way to give to the child. Um, but I will back channel her and uh, we will, I'll try to be back tomorrow. Amen. Praise the Lord. Y'all have a fantastic day. Bye-bye. <laughs> no problem. Thank you so much, Prophet Christian. I appreciate you. And, you know, yeah, that's what I'm trying to build a community here. So for anybody that wants to, you know what I'm saying, donate, feel free to reach out to money. Most of the time, um, I give out uh, blah, blah. I give out of the ministry's account for waking up with the Prophet and Omarius fan, you know what I'm saying, limited salon type thing, because all that's under one branch for me. So, yeah, I'm going to definitely go ahead and meet you on that same seed of $20, because normally, even in my business, we do $20 Tuesday as far our graphics so yeah i can definitely go ahead and match you there and go ahead and so it's 20 dollars seed tour today just because you caught that out because i definitely believe in being a community helping each other i tell people that all the time that's the purpose of us being locked not just to have good conversation but for us also to be a resource to each other so yeah i'm gonna definitely uh, meet you with that and if anybody else feel led to sell 20 dollars, you can hit money up directly or you know however you know you want to do it with that being said pastor charles i'm throwing it over to you you should have never made me pull the refresh. I saw that little dog up there and the song just welled up in my spirit. Give that dog away. Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh... <laughs> Listen, have a, I, I enjoyed the conversation as well. It is a great, I can see the growth in this, in this, um, in that we are not leaving out of here with this whole, thing in a whole disarray we, and leaving you to pick some up some of pieces. us right <laughs> some folks <laughs> listen i am i'm very very excited and glad uh for the conversation because it allows us to be able to really see exactly where we are um you know it's amazing how if you are one who is supposed to be helping people what is it that we're actually doing rather than talking about the problem and not being a problem solver or being the solution to it. And I appreciate hearing what I heard today because it's now pushing me even further to want to be a problem solver rather than just be a complainer. There's a lot of those and we will need not now another one up there on any kind of place complaining about how things are and we're not doing what we know to do to be able to be an answer to the problem. So thank God, glad to have y'all, glad to be with y'all, love the family. And yes, please give us information concerning the young man's uh, uh, doing his schooling, whatever that part is. I wanna make sure that I'm a part of it as well. Lord bless you and uh, peace out. Awesome, thank you so much, Pastor Charles. Yeah, I might just go ahead and Send money up, um, message in the Mod Squad chat on Instagram and tell her to drop her Instagram and y'all can just send it directly to her that way. Um, Cause y'all know, I, that's how I normally just do it. I just directly send it to them. They cash up or PayPal. That's the reason of What's us. What's the Mod Squad? What's the Mod Squad? 
It's just a chat that we had, Mama, and I forgot. I ain't added you to it yet. Okay, I'm going to add you to it because I've been needing folks to interact with us because we as family. So all the moderators who are on there, yeah, we got a group chat. So y'all can always stay updated on the topics that we have, on the conversations that we have, the video clips that I play. Anytime you need to drop some information to all of us, you just drop it in the mod chat. So I'm going to go ahead and add you to that too as well. I, I forgot about that. I apologize. I apologize. Um, Carlos, you weren't really here too much today, but I, I mean, I'm sure you was in the background listening. Um, do you want to go ahead and, you know, final remarks? Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. Well, I, we got our two guests that came up here with us. Well, we ain't even a guest no more. You part of the family at this point because you done came in here and you, you like everybody else. You was ready to throw a Dr. Pat. Like, that's what's up. Not ready to throw for real, but you know, we were able to have a good conversation because oftentimes, you know, sometimes in Jerome, we can be unified on some of the same thoughts, but at the same time, I love having the different perspectives because it shows us, like Pastor Charles shows us, it shows us where we are and where we need to grow. One of the things that I experienced this weekend, um, and some, Pastor Patton probably would appreciate this, somebody else may appreciate this as well, but one of the experiences that I had this weekend was the ability to work with 19 Keys, who is a global thought leader, who's somebody, you know, who's actually doing a lot for the community. Um, and it's interesting kind of connecting with him and working with him because here his main stage speech and even his, uh, I think we posted even on Instagram, it talked about how oftentimes as a people, we have to be able to identify where we are, even with the GPS, a GPS can't even tell you how to get to where you're going if it does not know where you are. And I think oftentimes that is what we have to identify within the church community, within a black community where we are as a people, where we are as an individual, as well as where we're trying to go. So I appreciate you guys for coming in here and giving a different perspective because it shows us where we are as a people, not just an individual, not just, you know what I'm saying, the clubhouse room, but as a people, you know what I'm saying? Because there are other black people that can sometimes think differently than how we do because we're always stuck in the same circle, the same group. And having different perspectives, you know what I'm saying, can add a lot of value to this group. So thank you so much. Chase, I'm gonna throw it over to you and then I'm gonna throw it over, over to Will for final remarks. I just wanna say that I'm blessed. Um, being in the room i appreciate the conversation it um provides an opportunity for growth uh for education for enlightenment even with myself um and i love each and every one despite anything any differences i i love each and every one of you um christian thank you again um and prophet man i'm i, I was blessed like I'm for my people. I want us to progress. My thing is this, like, like I said, I'm not politically inclined, but I, I, I'm aware, right? And my thing is this, um, yeah, most of us live under the tax bracket or whatever, quarter million thousand dollars. But my thing is this, I, I just feel like we are the head, not the tail. I feel like we are going to be the lenders and not the bars. So like I see myself in that position, right? Where like um that that party does defend the majority of people who are well off. But it's not just about money. Let me not just say that, but like I just see myself 
as prosperous and not for my, my, myself, but for, for others as well. But like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm blessed by this conversation. Um, I, I love the engagement and I love hearing the perspectives of y'all. Y'all is funny too. But um, I was blessed. You see how I changed my uh, my profile pic real, real quick. Y'all, y'all see that, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what Jay-Z said, shout out to my political connects. Um, But yes. So I hope one day to bring him on. Like, you know what, something I thought about? It, I was like, let me bring in Barry real quick. Um, But maybe one day. um, Yeah, I would love mind. Definitely, I would love that. If he, if he could have a warm welcome, like he could come on to the platform and just speak and we all treat each other just as we treated each other today. Definitely. I would love that. So, but yeah, uh, I rest my mic, but God bless. I love each and every one of y'all. Thank y'all. I appreciate that. I definitely appreciate that. That's something that I'm trying to do now. Anybody who wants to bring a guest on or have different perspectives on there, feel free to send them to me, bro. I appreciate it. All right, Will, last but not least, I'm throwing it over to you, sir. Hey, sir, Prophet, I just wanted to say great conversation today. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, wonderful that, as everyone has said, we can be different in our thought processes, but still uh, be collective uh, and in unison as it relates to our spiritual connection and, and all of those things. But wonderful conversation. I'm just uh, here at the dentist now, getting ready to get these teeth clean. And, uh, you know, ready for uh, the rest of the day. So, again, thank you. I've enjoyed being on here today, and uh, I won't be a stranger speaking up. And, and Dr. Patton did run from me. So, you know, I, I, <laughs> right. I, the thing about it is I, I, when I listen all the time, I, I typically enjoy everything that he brings to the conversation. So uh, it's funny that I found myself on a different side of the coin uh, than him today. But uh, I'm sure I have more opportunities to interact. <laughs> Thank you so much, man. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Listen, Dr. Brad has his interest with everybody every now and then. <laughs> his interest, that's why I love him being on here. It's interesting to hear his perspective, especially compared to other people. And when you get, you know what I'm saying, people, certain people in the room, oh, wow, the education and the elevation and the conversation goes to a whole different level and that's why i really like i'm gonna keep on talking about it all week that's why i'm really thankful for my opportunity this weekend with 19 keys because high level conversations really introduced me to how to have high level conversations and not only to have high level conversations but also to create solutions that's one thing that you know we was having a conversation about it's it's good to have high level conversations that expose your community to great things but at the same time you also have to have solutions and the infrastructure to actually make an impact and that's that's one thing that I believe that God is calling me to do. So I'm so thankful for you guys and this powerful room that we done had today. Shout out to Rashonda. I see you in the audience. Sorry you just missed the conversation. And we finna get up out of here. But listen, I'm finna go ahead and throw it over to uh Prophet Christian if he can, so he can pray us out, and then we're gonna go ahead and you know end this room. Prophet Christian, it's on you. Oh, Prophet Christian, you're not there. You're not there. All right, JY, you you can you can you pray us out, JY? Ooh, y'all quiet, y'all quiet. It's okay, I got it, I got it. 
Well, God, we thank you for this room. We thank you for this space. We thank you for this grace. Oh, God, we thank you for everything that was released into this room. God, we ask that you'll continue to allow it to positively impact our life, oh, God. God, let it be for edification. Let it be for education. And let it be for entertainment, oh, God. God, let us go into the world, God, and not only create solutions, oh, God, but be a powerful impact in the lives of everyone connected to us. God, we thank you, oh, God, and we ask that you'll allow us to return here tomorrow for waking up with the prophet. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Amen. All right, guys, I love y'all. I'm praying for y'all, and I'll see you again tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. for Waking Up with the Prophet. This room is ending in three, two, one. Bye.